Welcome back to the Hank Strange That's situation. That's right, we're back. Make sure Lifestyle you subscribe, thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified <laughs> when, when, whenever we go live. Uh, I believe we're live. I think we're live right now. Uh, sorry for the uh, lateness. I hope you guys have your big... My fault. Yeah, uh, listen, you know, technical stuff, this is how it goes down. I hope you have your tactical panties on tonight because we got two tactical dudes. We have Terribly Tactical and MW Tactical. And, of course, Hank Strange Tactical. We're in the house. We are live. Let's see jazz hands. Come on. Let's get those jazz hands going. Let's get those jazz hands going. Come I don't on. Know. Oh. <laughs> oh, he okay. Mike only wants to do the jazz pinky thing. This is ep, this is podcast uh, 455, episode 455 of the Who Move, my freedom podcast. And um, let's see, as I said before, our guest is terribly tactical. Of course, we've got MW Tactical. And we have in this box, I have the Sky CPX4. We're going to take a look at that. So we're going to get into all that stuff. Make sure you guys um, smash the subscribe buttons out there. Ring the bell so you can be notified. Thumbs ups, all that kind of stuff. Put your questions in here. Comments as everyone's coming in. Uh, let's start off with, uh, let's see, let's start with Mike from MW Tactical. Mike, what's up with you, man? What's going on? Not too much. Um, just trying to raise some money so we can get some officers in jiu-jitsu training for a year. Okay. And, um I think that's making a lot of good headway, but I do want to share that information during the show if possible. Okay, well, why don't you share it now? Hit us with oh, it right oh, now, man. Go ahead. Sounds, you got a couple of minutes. I got to go do something real quick. Go ahead. Hit him. All right. Yeah, so if anybody would like to donate to the GoFundMe campaign, please visit GoFundMe.com forward slash LEO training. If you go to my YouTube and Instagram pages, you can actually see those videos up where people are donating, and it's just a little intro that talks about the, um, the program overall. So to give you a quick rundown, what we're looking to do is raise $4,000. Once we get $4,000, we're going to put those four officers through jiu-jitsu training here in Columbia, South Carolina, and it's going to be for a year. So all the money is going to that event. Nothing's coming to me or any other project that I'm doing. Strictly that. Um, a couple people from the show already donated. I really do appreciate it. But right now we at something like four hundred dollars so okay. need to get at least thirty six hundred more dollars so we can get these guys into some training okay do you have a time do you have a time limit on this or or is it when you get all the money raised up just when i get all the money raised up so the okay. sooner the better all right okay so anyone out there uh it's thursday i don't know probably tomorrow's payday for some people but you know if you uh if you if you have the ability if you have the funds Help out MW Tactical. Where do they need to go one, one, one more time, Mike? One more time. Please go to GoFundMe.com forward slash L-E-O training all together. All right, cool. Well, and we'll, uh, we'll definitely plug that again. I want to remind everyone the show is brought to you by Safety Harbor Firearms. Shout out to Walter. Um, he's out there somewhere. I think he's got like some kind of event going on. Now, of course, our guest for the first time here on the show, we've got Josh from Terribly Tactical. What's up, Josh? Not much, man. Not much. Uh, thank you for hosting me. I appreciate it very much. So it's cool to get to talk to you. Been watching your channel for a long time. Cool. Um, what I got going on is, you know, just pumping out the YouTube videos, you know, doing the, the knife gun gear stuff. Uh, I, I'm big into the political stuff. 
And uh, October 29th in Illinois, if anybody out there is watching in Illinois, we are marching on the Capitol in Springfield. Uh, the ISRA, you know, usually once or a couple times a year does that kind of stuff. Uh, the big one is iGold. Uh, and, and we just had that not too long ago, but, uh, we're doing another one cause there's a lot of, a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline here in Illinois. So, uh, we're October 29th, uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, we will be marching on the Capitol. So anybody out there that wants to come join us, much appreciated. Right. All the Illinois people out there, let us know right now who's, uh, who's watching from there. And, um, where could folks find out that info one more time, Josh? The, uh, the ISRA, uh, website isra.com it's illinois state rifle association and i'll also be doing a, a couple videos before we get up to uh you know the actual date itself and then i'll be live streaming the event on the channel uh like i usually do when i go down there for that oh yep, Jesus. And your <laughs> <laughs> typical um that's how it goes but yeah, I'll, yeah. Be li- I'll, I'll be live streaming it and all that stuff but yeah i'll have some information some links posted on my channel and then mm. uh just illinois state rifle association uh as far as that they got a facebook page they also have a website so okay all right cool um let me see here i'm trying to figure out how i'm gonna arrange all everything here okay cool so make sure you check that out we'll give you guys that info again here once we get a chance if you can josh i'm trying to get you guys in the middle of the screen it's kind of it's kind of tough because it's a three-way mm-hmm. screen right here but uh eli edc says he's from illinois so shout out to him um let me see. I don't know if I have to do any other shout outs. I know I see some questions out there for the for the sky. We will get into that. Um, also, you know what? Let's shout out Harry's holsters. I think, yes. uh, you know, Harry's holsters is. Uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. OK. What uh, what particular setup do you have there? That is the multicam black icon uh, mm-hmm. that he sent me. I love Harry. He's a super good dude and he makes the best Kydex on the market, in my opinion. Uh, that's my 642 Smith & Wesson J-Frame. Uh, it's one of my normal everyday carry guns, and it rides appendix in that. So Multicam Black for the win and uh, Harry's Holster Icon, the best Kydex snub-nose holster, in my opinion, on the market. Okay, so. very cool, very cool. Um, do you have a code for uh, Harry's Holsters? I do, but we're on your channel, so no, give it's me fine. You, No, you can plug your code, man. I don't mind. Uh, you know. It's just terribly tactical. There you go, you know? terribly uh, tactical. I don't even know. Mine's 10% off. Okay. Yeah, so. I think mine's like Hank 10 or something like that. I don't know. I think that's what it is. But you can hit me up if, if you want to use it or terribly tactical, whatever you want to use. Uh, Mike, do you have uh, uh, some Kydex maker that you want to plug while you're on here? Because I know you've got someone that supplies you with your stuff for competition, right? Yes. Um, so my competition holster is from Matt Bomber. And you can find Matt him on Bomber. Instagram, just at Matt Bomber. It okay. might be an underscore in there or something, but I'm not really certain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for my EDC, I vary between um, NSR and the other one is 77 Solutions. Okay. All right. So you got several. Jeez. Yeah. So like I said, my yeah. competition one is just competition. It's just right. held okay. on a rig. Okay. But my, my <laughs> everyday carry one is um, it all depends on um, what I'm wearing shirt wise because, you know, every day I wear proper pants. So yeah. whatever okay. I'm wearing shirts, you know, it kind of bulges out a little bit. Right. Right. OK. Also, Mike, if you want to complain to me because I was in South Carolina, but I didn't see you. Yes. You uh, go ahead. I know. Uh, no, I'm no. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the opportunity, man. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was in. I was. First of all, let me just say something. I was in and out of South Carolina. OK. In and yeah, out. But, um, in and all out. right. So what city were you in in South Carolina? I don't know. Uh, uh you, 
What city was I in in South Carolina, Lola? I don't know. I literally drove up there, then the next day did something and did that all day, and then the next day, I don't know. Where where was I? Do you know? Columbia? Yes, yes, that was was one of the places. I was there. Okay, so if you was in Columbia, like I said, you was actually 15 to 20 minutes away from me. I got another another protest coming. Got another protest. Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> so yeah. you cannot drive the Audi in South Carolina until oh. we meet face to face in South Carolina. <laughs> oh boy, I don't know when that's going to be. Listen, um, maybe what I might do because I know there are a lot of people in South Carolina that were mad because I didn't let them know that I was there. You're not the only person. So now, now, uh-huh. I figured that the event was um, pretty intense and had y'all going around various mm-hmm. places because they have more than one warehouse here mm-hmm. and their operations go within a, like an hour and a half radius or something crazy like mm-hmm. that. So I, I knew y'all was probably busy, and I really wasn't upset. And um, yeah. actually, um, somebody had actually asked me to text you to see if I was going to you know, link up with you, somebody who helps me on my, on my backdoor business. Oh, okay. I don't need any help with my backdoor. Thank you very much. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm talking MW Tactical. I'm talking MW Tactical. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> don't, try to, don't try to sneak up on me. <laughs> nah, nothing not like that. I ain't that type of party. <laughs> but at the same time, um, uh-huh. they, had, they had said, was I going to link up with you? And I was like, I don't know. More than likely, he'll probably call me when he get downtown. I don't know how long he's going to be here. Yeah. But I do know... If it was primary, um, Palmetto State Armory, I know they probably took you around to various locations. You know? Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I think I was only there. We we got in there, and then I think that evening there was a get-together. I see Elfster saying it was in Columbia. That's where we were the first day, I think, or we came in in the evening, and then we did something there, I think. Uh, then Actually, the next day we went to Clinton, so wherever that is. I know it was a couple of hours away from there. Um, I think that's where, like, if you guys watch Such, that's where Such yeah. shoots. shoots yeah, at I want to say that's up in the Spartanburg, Greenville area, something yeah. like that. Yeah, so the next day we did that, and then when we came back, the next morning, um, everyone drove to, uh, I don't know, where the wherever DC Machine is, also someplace in South Carolina. And then, um, and then PSA has a store up there that I went to. Um, I would I would have to look it up to remember what the name of that place is. So anyway, we went there and then we got stuck on the highway for hours. What was that? Somerville. Oh, Somerville. Lola's telling me Somerville. See, and so we literally did that. And then when we left that, I, uh, Lola and I drove separately from everyone else because we left there and then drove back to Florida so that early that that uh, the next morning we can get on a plane and fly out to Vegas. So it was kind of crazy. You know, but what here's what I'm thinking. Um, At some point, I might do something in South Carolina if we can organize enough people that want to come hang out and I'll go down there in South Carolina. I'll make uh, arrangements with PSA. I'll let everyone know ahead of time. I will put you in charge of everything. You'll be the master of ceremonies over there in South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I when I come to when I come to South Carolina to visit. We'll do Man, the thing. You you'll gonna, be the you'll be the boss. You gonna put me in charge? Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, just as long as I remember that. <laughs> I'll say, if anything... So, um, someone's going to have to remind me of that. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of heckling going on with uh, Kevin Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know if you're ever in South Carolina, Josh. I don't know. Yeah. I've been, but not not usually. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think in my brain how far that is from Ohio. I don't know. Uh, it took me um, to get to Dick Kevin Dixie. Mm-hmm. I want to say thirteen hours to get there, but that was in. Yeah, you're freezing. What is going on? You're you're okay, uh, Mike. You're frozen right now. Okay, I don't even know if Mike can hear us, Josh. Um, Dude, and the facial expression that it's frozen on. I'm yeah. worried that something might happen. Yeah. 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 Um you need to tell you need to get off the get off any other internet devices that you have going on there. Uh by the way, shout out to Skip's Tactical Solutions. She was also out there. Um oh, we lost him altogether, so he's probably gonna dial back in. So shout out to Avery, she's out there. I see her. Razor JB says, I'm here for terribly tactical. There you go. Um, Shout out Razor, man. Razor's the truth. Yeah. Uh, Noodle, do you know Noodles 1980? Unfortunately. Know. Oh, you do? <laughs> oh, okay. Because he's sending you loves and kisses. And the yeah. icon is no, like a, a good guy. The icon's a cock diesel dude. So it seems like you also have. <laughs> So, you know, some kind of backdoor business going on. No. Like, no. like Mike does. Yeah. No, come on now. No, no, no. Ain't that type of party now. <laughs> okay, whatever. Listen, I'm not, I'm not judging, man. I'm not going to judge you guys. I'm not going to just. Right. No, no. It is not that yeah. type of party. In 2019, it's a hate crime, dude. Yeah. Noodle, <laughs> noodle says, uh, Noodle says Josh is cute. So there you go. Hey, I just came out. I didn't know how to address it because the little assistant already has the title little assistant. So I guess this will probably be the big assistant. I, I don't know how to word it. So uh, that's why I said uh, backdoor. Uh, so. uh, uh, okay. Uh, if you want to keep going there, it's fine. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to plead my – I'm going to one pinky. I'm going to one pinky. <laughs> <laughs> Pleading the pinky. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm uh, – okay, fine. We can move on. We can move on before this gets really out of control right now. Um <laughs> Yeah. So let's see here. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's any. Just shout out to everyone who's out there. Everyone who's coming in right now, just smash the thumbs ups and, and we'll just do it like that. If someone needs a particular shout out from anyone, if you need it from Josh from Terribly Tactical, if you need it from Mike from MW Tactical, let us know. Actually, let me throw up. Um, I will sh- throw up Josh's website here. I appreciate man. Boom. Terribly Tactical. Go there. Subscribe. Boom. You know. What's that? Much appreciated, Hank. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Absolutely. Um, what did Mike, did Mike say something or did he freeze up again? Mike no, he looks like again. he's all right. Yeah, I can't tell. I can't tell if he's frozen. What kind of uh, stuff? Maybe it's huh? Maybe he is now. From what I'm seeing, it yeah, looks like he's I think, frozen. Yeah, I think he's going in and out. What kind of stuff do you have? Uh, what kind of videos do you usually do, man, on the channel? Do you have like a? A specific so, speciality I mean, I, or something that you're into? Well, I'm all people tend to like me for my political rants. I get on the political rants. I feel like I, I have a tendency to say the stuff that a lot of people think but are afraid to say. 
Um, you know, on my live chats and stuff, we get into a lot of, you know, hot button issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, knife gun gear reviews. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a big hunter. I shoot competition just like Mike said he does. You know, it's USPSA, IDPA, uh, oh, cool. soon to be three gun once I get my Benelli sent out to Taryn. Um, you know, stuff like that. Oh, your, your, your Benelli is going to Taryn Tactics. So not only do you have a Benelli, it's also now <laughs> getting tacticalized by Taryn Tactical. It, it is. Interesting. And I do. Interesting. I do shoot an STI 2011 as far as my Oh, pistol. my goodness. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're serious. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm oh. all about that life. We got a couple sponsors on the team. Um, we got a good group of guys, you know, Team Terribly Tactical. We're out there uh, competing anywhere from IDPA to 3-Gun to, to clay matches and cowboy action. We're out there getting it done. So, okay. um, you know, that's fun. You know, we do that a couple times a month, and, and I'd share it on the channel. But, yeah, just knife gun gear reviews and then political stuff and, and always encouraging people to fight for their 2A rights and all their rights because uh, if we don't, we're not going to have them anymore. So Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mike, you're going to let him throw up his SDI? You're not throwing up any kind of <laughs> – Yeah. Do you, have you guys ever met in competition? Have you guys ever no. – No, but I, I got my proper bag. Uh-oh. Oh. That's, that's all I got nice, right now. Nice proper so. bet. Oh, no SDIs, no nothing, no Walther well, I mean, pistols coming out? I, no? I, I have my, my STI in the safe. Um, I have my Walther in the safe, but, oh. you know. Oh, see, it's not going to help you then. How are you, you going to brag? Make sure it didn't happen. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I, hold on. Let me go get it. Let me go get it. Let me send this message right quick. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> first, he's got to get. First, he's got to do his pimping. Then right. he can go get the guns out the safe. All right, I fine. Just, I just want to show my my feet when I get up and walk, and show you how big it is. You know, no, so. what? Well, no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> I'll be I'll be right back. You can keep your feet to yourself. Uh, also, let me see. Let me. Uh, let's. See. Also, Hank, I'm only seeing his logo. I don't know if that's something wrong on my end or what's going on. Um, as I far don't as know. Mike goes, you know, yeah, but. he's showing up. He's showing up on the screen. Yeah, I know. It's a, he might be having some. Uh, he may be having some bandwidth issues right now. Also, um, shout out to John Crump. He's out there from Ammo Land. Shout out to him. He says we need to encourage people to buy more popcorn. Okay, because you know his son Matthew is a popcorn mogul now. So everyone, <laughs> you can only buy popcorn from John Crump. Shout out to him. Um, I also I, go ahead. No, no, just real quick. Sorry to cut you off. I do want to give big uh, a big shout out to Amaland. I don't know if it was him or or who did it, but uh, mm-hmm. last year when we had done the I Gold March on the Capitol, uh, I had live streamed it. I had made some videos, and they actually picked it up and wrote an article and showcased my video on Amaland. And I thought that was super cool because okay. I'm basically a nobody on the YouTube's. But shout out to them, you know, and what they're doing over there. I, I think it's awesome. So okay, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Brian Quick says here. I'll throw this up. Brian Quick says proper spells proper wrong. Yeah. Um, listen, there's a lots of with the names here. It could get confusing. Like I call it five. I've always called it five dot eleven, but everyone says I'm not supposed to say the dot. The dot is silent. But I think I'm right. You don't put a dot in there for no damn reason. But it just doesn't roll off the tongue like that, though. Yeah, it's it sounds better to me five dot eleven. Like five eleven. What does that mean? I don't know. Yeah. What's a seven eleven? Uh, yeah, but the set, but it's not okay. But seven eleven is not seven dot eleven, right? But it does have like a forward slash, doesn't it? Or at least is it, like a, a, is it a dash? Is it seven dash eleven? I think 11? it's a hyphen. I think it's a. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, is it? It might be seven dash eleven. I don't know. 
We're going to have to look that up and see. I don't know. Um, what bag stuff do you... Oh, is Mike back? Okay, there, there's Mike. Mike's back here. What uh, Mike uses proper... Uh, his gear bag stuff is from proper. What about yours? Me? Just, yeah. What's your... I run... I run uh, Lynx Defense uh, okay. for my range bags and stuff, and then mm -hmm. EDC. I've got SOE, uh, Special Operations Equipment. I've got... Okay. Um, tactical tailor, you know, oh, all that. So kind like of stuff. A, a a grab bag of different things, right? Right. right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Okay. So definitely, you guys could have a good conversation about uh, uh, competition stuff. Lola just gave me the note. I, she says I need to ask you exactly how you got started with your channel and started doing all this stuff. How long ago, etc. So hit us with that. It's probably been five years ago. Um, you know, I, I came up, I've always, you know, since a wee little lad, been shooting guns, you know, um, shout out to my pops who's gotten me into it uh, and turned me into an even bigger gun nut than he is. And he's pretty crazy when it comes to that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just ever since I was old enough, you know, fourth, fifth grade, I was shooting guns on a regular basis, hunting, all that stuff, and always grew up. And then once I discovered there was gun stuff on YouTube, because it's typically other than the movies, not on television. Mm -hmm. Um you know, I started watching it, you know, the, the nut and fancy, the suits, the this, that, that was the gateway drug. And then finding out that there's, you know, so many people on YouTube that share my values, that share, you know, my passions. And, and they're all about the Second Amendment. They're all about guns. And I figured, you know what? I got something to say about it. I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. Uh, but that's one more voice in the fight. And so I started, you know, I, I do the knife gun gear reviews, that kind of stuff. Um, I do the political stuff and I just I have a passion for it. And the best part about it is being able to do stuff like this and have the conversations with other people out there, get to meet new people that share your interests and then work together for common goals. So I'm all about it. I'm all about it. even though they hate on us and we get demonetized and we got to deal with all the nonsense. Um, you know, I'm in it for the long haul. I, I like this a lot. So, you know. OK, good. Yeah, it's definitely going to, um, you know, it's definitely going to take some commitment to do this. Okay, um, I think I, I see we got Mike here. Mike's back, um, but it looks like you're definitely having problems with your signal, Mike. Are you on the Wi-Fi or are you directly plugged in? I'm directly plugged in. Oh, okay, um, all right. Ain't no telling. You know how it goes down sometimes here in South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I don't see you at all, man. I just see your logo. So I don't know if that's yeah. something I did wrong on my end, but I didn't touch it, so I don't know. Yeah. All right. Do you uh, see this? Okay, hold on. Oh, okay, there goes the Walther. There goes. Wow. Shout out to the Walther. Okay, see, guns are coming out early. Guns are coming out early. Oh, there goes the... So which one of these, which one's the best? Which one's the best, Mike? The Walther? Well, um, when I actually go against John Wick, I probably would use this one. <laughs> but at the same time, this one shoots fairly well also. Yeah. When uh, it's, okay, it's a it's a toss up. It's yeah. a toss up. Okay, <laughs> let me give you let me just give you a little bit of advice for when you go against John Wick. Um, <laughs> here's my advice: make sure that the script writers are on your side, otherwise, run. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. John Wick don't realize I'm combat critical. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. I, I do I that stuff in real life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I, I got the shirt there. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, let me see. There's a bunch of different questions coming in here. So let me see if I could uh Okay, Skip's Tactical is requesting a shout out from Mike. So there you go. Oh, 
Skip is in the house? I didn't even see that. Did she come in when I walked away or what? Uh, when your thing is freezing because you're like talking to too many oh, women Lord. on the internet okay, at the same so, time as you're doing the show, you let, need to let, hang let up on like some this. of those. Put Pause some like, of those ladies that are on FaceTime. Pause them. Let me do it like this. What's up, Skip? Hey, I'll call you tomorrow. Oh, really? Okay. That's how, that's right. how okay. we do business. All right. All right. That's how we Good. do business. Okay. I understand. Noodle <laughs> says, Hank, what do uh, Hank? What do you think about the 2A community starting to play the victim so that we can keep our rights as gun owners? Um, I'm not sh- You're going to have to define that a little bit more for me. Like, uh, is that is? are you talking about that, that as a strategy? I don't understand exactly where. Do you understand where that's coming from, Josh? Yeah, I think we've talked about it a couple times before uh, mm-hmm. on some of my live chats. Mm-hmm. And just like, you know, so how the left, you know, I don't necessarily, um, I don't know where I fall on it because I'm to the point where, you know, maybe we should start using some of their tactics against mm-hmm. them. But at the same mm-hmm. time, then it makes us look bad. And I don't want to stoop to their level. But I think where he's, oh, where he's coming okay. from is like, wise, tactics. you know, okay. yeah, the, the victim culture, you know, oh, you know, whether it's LGB, you know, TQ, whatever, mm-hmm. or, you know, it's a, a minority thing or it's, you know, I, I you know, conservative speech is hate speech or, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, and being the loudest voice in the room and, mm-hmm. and, and expressing, you know, the transgressions against us, which are several. Right. Um, so I can see it from that point of view, but I just, we're, we're strong, independent people being gun mm-hmm. owners ourselves and, and taking on that responsibility of, you know, protecting our, our family, our property, ourselves, mm-hmm. our country, you know, whatever it may be. So, so I don't want to ever be labeled as a victim or, you know, mm-hmm. a weak person because that is why we, have the second amendment that's why we exercise the second amendment is so we don't be put in those situations so you know i I see where he's coming from but but where i come from that's uh i don't know it's kind of counterintuitive you know even though it might might work for them oh geez here we go again even though it might work for them (laughs) right um your your camera's drunk your camera's drunk today it is i think it's it's got to chill out on the megabytes yeah what's got to do um yeah listen so here's what i think i think that um like if we start using the left's tactics, to what end? I mean, is that really going to work for us? It works for them because the media is on their side. I think right. for us, even let's like get past all the like the fact that we're macho, we're independent, self-reliant people and all that kind of stuff that we don't uh, believe in uh, the victim uh, mentality in the first place. Let's get past all of that, right? Because I agree with what you said. Um, I think that even if we try to use those tactics, what would it do for us? It's not it's right. not going to matter. I mean, they've they've already put us in a bucket based on the other things that we believe. And then if we start thinking like that, then um, that's almost like stinking thinking. You know, it's infectious and it starts yeah. bringing us down. Um, I think that most of us are more along the lines of the the uh, the former police officer, that female former police officer that testified to Congress. And she said that she's she's not going to comply with the assault weapons ban. I think most of us are along those lines and we should just stay with that and then the rest of america and actually the world looking at us even though even though look it looks like it looks tough it looks like we could lose all those kinds of things but there's people out there that want to see someone stand up and say that no we're not we're not going to go for this so right 
That's yeah. what I think about that. I don't think that's a good strategy. I just think we need to tell people, no, this is America. We're not going to comply with those things. You know, we, we are here uh, peacefully trying to um, to do what we can do before things get really out of hand. Because once it once once everything goes over the edge here, it's yeah. going to be almost impossible to bring it back. So um, right. that's where I'm at with that. Uh, Mike, what, what do you think about all this, man? Is he Mike's here, right? Yeah, he's here. Yes, yeah. yes, I'm here. I'm here. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, um, everything is an infringement on our rights. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mike froze. Yeah, I think he did again. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're breaking up, Mike. Can you, bre- can you hear me? Yeah, you broke up. Oh, okay. Well, well yeah. I was just pretty much saying, in the long run, what it comes down to is, um, it's an infringement on our rights and the way we we're allowed to live. Mm-hmm. And when people do stuff like that, they got another alternative motive. So, um, honestly, I would hon- honestly tell everybody, don't be blinded by what you see and on the news and everything going on with impeachment and all this and that. Mm-hmm. because that right there is an illusion where something else is coming in on the backside and it's going to hit hard. Okay. All right. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's keep going to questions here. Uh, Beretta nine millimeter USA. Wants- shout out to Beretta, man. Shout out to him. He says, uh, tell Hank about the rusty hammers. No, I don't want to know about back doors, <laughs> pinky fingers, com- rusty hammers. Different. No, thank this you. Is, this is as it sounds though. Um, uh, no, these so are code big, words. Don't try to trick me. <laughs> no, I'm a big 1911 guy, right? Okay. I think 1911 uh-huh. is, is the handgun of all handguns. You know, Glock this, Glock that, whatever. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> but, but, um, uh-huh. you know, so I, I've got my fair share of them. You know, I shoot at uh, STI in competition. I've got old Colts. I've got, and I've got a, a couple Dan Wessons. Okay, so wait a second. Like, is your hand also maimed so that you can't shoot properly with a with a Glock? Is that what's is that what the problem is? I mean, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I can shoot pretty decently with anything you put in my hands, uh-huh. even this 32 ACP Scorpion. So, oh, oh um, respect, respect that. But, <laughs> but, he went but, old school. But, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay, whatever. But, uh, whatever. <laughs> but there, there seems to be a problem with the Dan Wesson guns. I'm currently saving for a Nighthawk, but both of my Dan Wesson pistols, um, which are supposed to have no cast or mim parts or anything like that, it appears that the hammers are cast or something, but all of the hammers are rusting, and I properly take care of all my guns because i got a few nice things in life, and they're all firearms, and I like to keep it like that. I take care of them. They're you know dehumidified, oiled, whatever. Um, and, and Beretta, who, who also has a channel, uh, they've got a bunch of Dan Westons. They experienced the same thing in the videos that I put up about it. Um, they experience, you know, uh, viewers experience the same thing, and after trying to get in contact with Dan Wesson and getting zero response for mm-hmm. this problem uh, on almost a brand new gun, uh, it's very disheartening because their guns cost a decent amount of money. They're, they're supposed oh, Dan to be Oh, Dan Wesson's? Oh, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Okay, so, so you're saying Beretta 9mm USA has a channel. Shout out to mm-hmm. them. You guys should go subscribe, check out that channel. And you're saying that your hammers are rusting. Um, could it be you? Do you have, like, the sweaty, rusty palm things that some people have? No. No, I mean, I take, I take, and it's not just me though, too. It's everybody hmm. that, you know, is, if it has the duty coat, which the duty coat from Dan Weston, I'm not exactly sure what kind of finish it is. Hmm. Um, it, it is pretty good. It's a nice finish. 
Uh, but the, if the hammer is not duty coated, you're getting some rusting and some pitting very quickly, you know, from delivery of the gun, take it home, really shoot it, clean it, store it. Hmm. And, uh, it, it's happened on both of my guns and it happened to about five or six of their guns. They got probably 13 to 15, 20 of them. Um, and, and it's just Dan uh, other people in the comment section. Yes. Yes. Oh, Beretta. Yeah. The Beretta 9mm so, USA. Oh, respect. Wow. That's yeah. A, that's a yeah. lot. Of, so, um, okay. So that's a thing. So then, so there's something up with the metal or something happened with the right. metallurgy there. Or okay. the lack of finish or whatever, hmm. you know, it's basically like a bead blasted hammer almost. And just for me being a 1911 guy and willing to spend the, the higher dollar amounts to get something that's made hmm. properly. Um, it's kind of like a slap in the face that you're spending, you know, 13 to two, you know, 1300 to $2,000. And then no matter what you do or how you store it or how you take care of it, you're going to have a, an orange hammer after three, four months. It's, I mean, it, that's, that's an issue. And obviously it's not, you know, just a, a single, single instance, you know, it's happened to other people. It's happened multiple times. And after trying to get in contact with them, they didn't want to hear about it. So I don't know. So I will no longer be spending my money with them, and I'm currently saving for a Nighthawk. So uh, okay. that is what that is. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear about that. I'm not like deep in the Dan Wesson community. Did you? Have you heard of this, Mike? Is I don't know if this is the first time. Is Mike here? He's frozen. I think he might have froze again. Yeah. Seriously, Mike, you've got to put the ladies on hold. <laughs> you can't do this podcast and at the same time be it's talking a to a hair. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> He's he's obviously frozen. Um, on Am I frozen here. again? Yeah, you froze See, up again. Now yeah. you're good. You well, you were. Yeah. 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 Well, well, computer computer saying I'm asleep, but yeah. I, I never heard it. I never heard that before. Yeah, you have got yeah. to shut down some of these windows that you have open. I have nothing open <laughs> other Whatever. than the, oh, there it goes again. <laughs> Skype and. And the um, podcast on YouTube. Okay, let me ask you something. Your Skype window, is it wide open? Maybe if you minimize it. I know you won't be able to see us, but minimize the Skype window. That might help because um, it's it might it might be dragging on your Internet. Let's just see if that helps. So we know we, we want to get your opinion over here. Um, okay, if someone knows what's going on with the Dan Wesson thing, let us know. That sounds interesting. I have shot Dan Wessons before, but I've never owned one. So that would be incredibly disappointing uh, based on the kind of money. Shaggy Ralph Rifleman says they need me for a quest. Okay, that depends on what the quest is. If it has anything to do with... You don't do want with, to get into a yeah. Shaggy Rifleman No, if it has anything me. to do with backdoors, <laughs> rusty hammers, the answer is no. So there you go. Not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael Bender says, uh, I just heard eBay removing all uh, gun-related items. Don't know how true this is, but the person who called me is a seller. Have you guys heard that? I've, I've heard them giving people a hard time um, for even okay. airsoft gun parts on eBay. You know, mm -hmm. and it's, it's just we see this all the time nowadays from name X company, whether it's Walmart or it's eBay or it's PayPal or mm -hmm. whoever, you know, mm -hmm. I, because it's the popular thing to do. And, and they have everyone or at least the vocal, you know, minority or majority or whichever way you want to split it mm -hmm. on their side. So, you know, it I don't know. It's just lots you know, of when, when does it stop? Yeah, lots of people are going through doing this, by the way. Um, lots of companies, PayPal is doing stuff, um, eBay's going through doing things, um, 
Facebook, Instagram, everyone's doing this nonsense. So this is kind of like where we're at with with all this craziness. Um, and, and, and to be honest with you guys, if they get political cover, they're just going to hit all of us at, at the same time. Right now is just kind of like a testing the fences situation. And this is why, like, um, I rec- – so here's how I come down on social media. One – um, it's a it's a tool like any other tool that we use to communicate with people, but you don't own it. <laughs> so no matter what that social media is, you don't own it. If they cut you off, you lose access to those people. So everyone out there that 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 cares about being able to access and talk to people, you might want to do like email lists. You might want to um, like that's why I give out my number so people can com- can communicate with me. Um, I do have an email list. Uh, there's just or just have multiple social medias that you're on so that if this thing hits you up, you can go to this one. Just try to have alternatives because this is going to keep going on for the foreseeable future. Let's see here. Uh, by the way, let me just remind everyone, we have over 100 people watching us. I think we can get to 100 thumbs ups right now. We only have like 50 something. So smash those thumbs ups out there. Also, you guys need to go thumb up this video that you're on, which I need to do right now. I'm going to go do it. I'm telling people to do it, but I'm not myself doing it. So I'm going to go do that. Uh, make sure that I'm in there uh, thumbing up the video. Uh, Mike, uh, are you back now? I never did leave, but obviously I keep freezing. I, I think you did something to my internet, man. Me? It's not me, yeah. man. I, yeah. I think it's you, man, because, you know, oh, you're not yeah. te- try to, technical try. savvy or anyway. <laughs> oh, oh, try to blame it on me, Mike. That's okay, right? Because <laughs> somebody got to get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's okay. That's all right. I'll, I'll take I'll take the blame if that's how it's got to be. Um, OK, it looks like someone gave us some money here and it looks like it's John. So let's uh, throw his chat up here. He says uh, super chat. He gave us two bucks. He says uh, <laughs> so he says crumpy dot com slash scout. That's where you go to get your popcorn fix. <laughs> Please go there. Buy some popcorn from him. Um, you know, there you go. I think John also has a video. John, I think John was saying that he interviewed Maj. Let me see where that is. Let me see if I got, uh, I think Lola sent me that. Let me see if I could put it up here on my phone. If I can. Are the scouts still doing the zebra popcorn? It's like chocolate caramel. Okay, John, you're going to have to tell us if if the scouts are still doing that. And, Trump, and meanwhile, uh, GOA, Virginia oh, State go. Director, and MLN Writer Extraordinaire. Look, oh, and I am Maj joined today Maj is by looking the, old. the only Maj Tory of Black Guns Matter. Who? <laughs> so there you go. So <laughs> listen, Maj, you know, since he started running, <laughs> he's looking, you know, that beard is getting out there. He's looking like an old dude now. <laughs> Where is we, Yeah, you going to post that link? <laughs> Um, yeah, hold on a second. Let me see. I got to figure out how to do this. Actually, uh, John, post in the post a link to that interview that you did here in the comments while you're selling popcorn, please. So I'll have to like actually get a look at that at some point. But John Crump did interview uh, Maj Ture, and he is running for uh, city council in Philly. So everyone, go out there and uh, support that. We need to. Uh, we used to get him up there. And I think he testified in Congress or something like that. So, yeah, Kermit Loves Bacon says Maj was at the House hearing today. Cool. I haven't oh, seen okay. I haven't seen what he had to say. Um, yeah, I, didn't, I don't. Yeah, yeah. 
But congratulations. Uh, we'll, we'll try to reach out to him, see if we can get him on here. I also saw um, Antonia Okafor when, when the uh, woman that was a police officer and she said that she wouldn't comply. In the background is Antonia, so I'm thinking that she might have testified up there as well. Or she's getting ready to or something like that. Um, well, I'll check on that and see what I can get for you guys next week. There's no show tomorrow, so, so any of that stuff will happen um, next week. Um, also, before I forget here as well, um, I just actually finished editing one of the videos from South Carolina, so that's going to go up, I don't know, tomorrow, tonight, or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, and the the I'm not in it. Yeah. Okay. Next time. I just, I told you, I told you, man, next time, next time. Um, the Jew says Detroit whooped up on Philly. I don't know what that means. And then he says, go lions. What, what is that? Do you guys know Josh? Was go I have lions? no idea. I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm just assuming he's talking about the NFL, but. Oh, okay. Oh, that's the NFL. Them. Oh, okay. There's an NFL team called the lions. Isn't there? I don't know. Detroit lions. I don't. Yeah, I don't watch football. So. Yeah, I, I don't watch it either. But yeah. they're the Detroit Lions. So. Oh, okay, and it's football. Okay. Yes. All right. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. I, seriously, I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about yeah. that. So. Um, oh, Kermit loves bacon. Says he sent me the link for the house video on Facebook Messenger. All right. Let me see. Let me see. I'll. I'll. I'll have to. Uh, no, I don't see that on Facebook Messenger. So, I don't know. Maybe it hasn't come through yet or something like that. Okay. Um, do you guys want to take, do you guys want to take a look at, uh, so do any of you have Skype pistols, by the way? Let me just, let me just start with that. Anyone have the Skype pistol out there? You guys? I have seen them. Shooters? I've no. never owned one. Okay. I work at a, a small mom and pop gun shop and we got people coming in that order them every now and then. I've seen mm -hmm. people have them because we also have a range uh, out back. Um, I've seen people shooting them. I've never shot one. I've handled one a couple times, but that's mm -hmm. that's about as far as my experience goes with that. Okay. Um, okay. So, okay, you work in a gun shop. All right. So mm -hmm. uh, what kind of uh, gun shop worker guy are you? You know, since you're a competition shooter, you work in a gun store. I hope you're not that guy, man, that when you go into the gun store, no, that everyone no. has to come out of there with a STI. No, no, no. Okay. Um, All right. Just check. I, I do. I do crack jokes. No, I do crack jokes, <laughs> you know, um, about how the 1911 is the greatest pistol ever devised. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, <laughs> what, no, yes, he's that fair. guy. He is that guy in the <laughs> store. I can tell you that right not, now. Not, Whatever. Not, not, <laughs> yeah. No, okay. no, we we got we got to we're a small shop, like seriously, a small mom and pop shop. They've been in business for over fifty years, and uh, you know, tiny little storefront, and then there's a, a pistol range, you know, attached to it. Um, What's the name and, of it? And we got a lot rinks, rinks gun and sport in Lockport, Illinois, okay. and. Uh, and we got a lot of good regulars that come in there, you know, every mm -hmm. single day. You know, they're retired. They're, they're in there looking in the used cabinet for the old collectible stuff, the old rare stuff. Um, we, it, it's it's like a big, you know, family 
of, of employees and, and clientele. And, you know, we see new people, whether it's women, um, you know, or, or the, the video game guys that come in and they're looking for Chris Vector because they saw it on Call of Duty. You know, it, it runs the gamut. Uh, we see more and more people doing concealed carry classes there, you know, all types of stuff. So it's good. And, and uh, we definitely go out of our way to try and make everybody feel welcome and to give them the information that they need and, and try and guide them through their purchase, whether it be their first gun or, you know, their hundredth gun on what they're looking for. And uh, we got a great staff, very knowledgeable, and uh, we try and go above and beyond. You know, there were, we're not the typical dicks at, you know, that are behind the counter of a gun shop. Um, because we have a lot of those shops in Illinois mm-hmm. here where you walk in and they treat you like, you know, you're, you're shit out of a dog. Oh, ass, those are everywhere. Know, and, oh, those are everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Those are yeah. everywhere. And, oh. and, and that's mm-hmm. not, it's not right. You know, it's, and so we try and be the antithesis of that, the opposite of that, you know, and make it welcoming and help those people because you never know. Um, you know, that gun, you, you sell them, that information you give them, that advice, whatever, it may save their life one day. It may, you know, change them to be more on our side when it comes to the political battle. So it's, it's a very important thing, you know. Yeah, so. absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you don't work in a gun store, do you, Mike? No, no, I only okay. work for um, at the house. You know I'm retired military. So. Oh, okay, okay, just okay, just checking. Uh, David Cardinal says Hank is pretending he only watches Guyana Test cricket for sports entertainment. Um, okay, I'm gonna explain something to you. I don't know anything about any sports, including cricket. <laughs> so yes, I'm from the Caribbean. No, I I have actually kicked around uh, football, soccer. I've done that, you know. So I'm not going to pretend like I never did that, but I don't know anything about that either. So uh, pretty much here's my uh, base of knowledge. Uh, I know a little tiny bit about guns. I know a little tiny bit about uh, cars. I know everything about women. That's my bit. That's my <laughs> Oh no! You don't, what? You don't believe that? Why are you laughing? No, I do. I do. Big pimping, dude. I saw those retro ads, dude. You look like you know something about women. Well, like, uh, yeah. So uh, I don't really know anything. I don't know if you guys know anything about cricket. No, these guys do. No, anyone know I know about cricket? negative things about cricket. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know anything about cricket, so I am that wrong. I left Guyana when I was five years old, so don't know a damn thing about cricket. I probably know more about baseball than cricket, and I don't know that much about baseball either. So, um, well, can can I ask the guest um, a mm-hmm. question of sure. how often do you shoot USPSA, and when you do shoot, where? Okay, good question. Did you hear that? You just broke up a little bit for me. I don't know if I heard how often do I shoot USPSA, and then after that I didn't hear. And where? When you do shoot it, where? Okay, so I shoot um, around me. There's uh, there's not too, too many clubs, so if you really want to shoot a match every weekend, you have to travel a lot, um, which our shop being a small shop, I don't get to do as much as I'd like to because we only got like eight, ten employees, and so scheduling stuff is, is always a conflict. But I shoot at least once or twice a month. Um, USPSA every month. Sometimes I also shoot IDPA. The way the club that we uh, shoot at is Oak Park Sportsman's Club in Illinois. Um, it's in Plainfield, and they they do a bunch of matches. They do IDPA, USPSA, Cowboy Action, uh, Clay matches, and three gun and stuff. And um, 
It's a great club. There's also Aurora Sportsman's Club where uh, Warrior Poet John Lovell has trained. Travis Haley has come out to do yeah, classes. Yeah, I've heard of that one. Like yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we shoot there every year. They do the zombie shoot, which is like a three gun multi gun match, but it's like just for funsies. Uh, I go out to that every and year. And that, that one but, has the, um, that has like the bullpup thing attached to it too, right? The zombie. The, yeah, they the got, zombie shoot. Yeah, they got yeah. Types, yeah, the bullpup guys stuff, do yeah. that one too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool. But other than that, there's some, there's some small clubs, but a lot of the stuff is, is like local clubs to where we are, you know, Aurora, Oak Park. There's a couple indoor places that do, you know, some mock-up IDPA, USPSA style matches. And then most, a lot of it, you got to travel to Indiana or, you know, wherever. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we shoot, we shoot, uh, we got about 10, 10 guys on the team mm-hmm. and there's always somebody shooting every weekend. Maybe it's not all of us at once at every single match, but everybody's out there representing for the team and uh you know putting on so so it's cool it's cool man yeah what do you uh-huh. i got a question for you though mike what do you what do you specifically shoot are you a uspsa guy are you three gun are you idpa what what do you do and um you know what what's your equipment setup all right so i strictly shoot uspsa um i had a bad taste in my mouth about idpa when i first started shooting um probably back in 2014 2015 and it seemed like the rules were too cumbersome but it was just to try to dq me that's what i felt like um because they was like you get penalized for leaving um rounds in the magazine if you do a mag change and all that craziness so but when i came across uspsa i found it to be more fun and it was like more challenging for me you know what division so, um, do you shoot do you shoot limited that's what i shoot yeah limited that's what i'm at yeah, yeah. yeah. and um but i tried tried my hand at three gun so when i was in the military i did one time and when i got out of the military i did it a second time but then the cost hit me because you know when i was in the military i I wasn't paying for the ammo when i would go shoot you know um but it's pretty expensive so that's the only reason why i don't do three gun but at the same time um in this area um in south carolina the southeast region it's gun is you know did i freeze uh a little bit a little bit but you're still here though yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, three gun in this area seemed like it's dying off because at one point, Tom, um, it was like it was every weekend you can go someplace. Now it's probably like two or three times a month in this area. And even when you travel, because I think the momentum just died down. But USPSA, I can shoot USPSA like every weekend within a two hour travel radius. Yeah. Yeah. That's about how it is for me. I just, because of work, I, I typically work weekends. And so, you know, I have to schedule my competition days off. And, you know, if somebody's sick or they can't fill in or whatever, then I'm stuck working. So it's it's hard for me. I, I can usually get one to two days off a month to do it, whether I got to travel or not. But, um, but yeah, every month I'm shooting something. And, uh, you know, I love it. Although, unfortunately, our last couple matches got rained out and, and canceled, which is... Uh, which is, you know, boo-hoo, but it is what it is. Yeah, so what I actually ended up doing earlier in the year, probably around the June, July time frame, I gave myself a goal of getting A-class in limited division um, by the end of the year. And it is harder than I thought it was going to be, <laughs> right? So right now I'm like 0.15% away from B-class, you know, and I was like, man, this is difficult. And, of course, when you go to a club, whatever classifier they put up, 
you know, it goes up and down, you know, and right. it's right. a lot of stuff. So this month altogether, if all the matches would have took place, I think I would have done like seven or eight matches this month. But um, the one in Charleston got rained out because of the hurricane. And then the one in um, Sand Hill, I don't think they could find a match director for that one. So, yeah. you know, it brought it down to like six matches this month, which I'm cool with. Yeah. Now, do you shoot minor or major? Um, it depends on what I'm shooting. So if I'm shooting the Walther, I'm doing minor. But if I shoot the STI, I'm doing major. So yeah. um, some matches, like I want to work on certain things, like footwork, so I'll probably pull out the Walther then. But if it's um, strictly focused on score, I'll pull out the STI. Okay. That's uh, TI's where it's at for sure, hands down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Along the lines, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish that thought. For me, being a 1911 guy. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Beretta, Beretta, nine millimeter USA wants to know your thoughts on the Springfield Armory, or on Springfield Armory, I guess. I think they're a bunch of traitorous bastards, them and Rock River both, both Illinois companies. And uh, we're actually being in, in the industry as far as being you know, an employee of a gun shop. I'm seeing the dealer licensing bill and all the, the trouble that it's causing. It's closed down like half of the FFLs in the state because of it, because they can't afford it, because all the red tape and bureaucracy and bullshit. And uh, it's really a shame. And uh, I, I just cannot um, you know, imagine being a gun company that is in favor of anti-gun things and and mm -hmm. all the stuff that they pushed through obviously it's been a little while since all that happened and they've been you know found out and called out and then put out some kind of bs apology about it mm -hmm. but i am no fan uh, of springfield i like to call them socialist armory or um cuck river arms because <laughs> both illinois companies we have it bad enough as it is and they only made it worse and yeah. and thank god the original bill that was proposed did not go through the way it was originally intended and we were able to knock a couple things off of it and, and make it less harmful to FFLs and, and, and people as law-abiding gun owners in the state. So, yeah, you know. uh, I feel the same way, man. I don't even like um, I know they have new stuff out or whatever. I don't talk about their crap just yeah. for that reason. I mean, if, can if you people out there like, would, um, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, can you explain what took place with them? Because I'm lost now. Yeah, okay. so they were they were both in cahoots rock river and and springfield and they were donating you know to the to the number of thousands upon thousands of dollars to uh anti-gun politicians and, and different things uh the ifma i believe you know stuff like that they had a little organization and they were basically pushing it uh it was like pay to play stuff they were exempt from all the nonsense that was going to go through in the bills yeah uh if they voted in favor for it and then everyone else got screwed so the mom and yeah. pop gun shops you know, so, you know, just regular FFLs out of their house. Uh, originally, it was going to be people were going to be limited to nine transfers a year. So you sell five guns that year, you buy four. That's it. That's worse than California. I think they at least get once a month or however it goes. But you know, it's just a bunch of stuff. I mean, it goes yeah. on and nauseum. I mean, they had a the they had a, in that bill. Right. They had a guy set up as a uh, lobbyist, and he was basically um, like making making plans with the anti gun side. You know that would benefit uh, them, but hurt everyone else. 
And then when right. they got caught out there uh, doing that, they like you know came off of it and said, "Hey, we've been doing this for a long time. We believe in the Second Amendment and did all that kind of stuff." But if they really did that, they wouldn't have been trying to make like special deals or carving out special exactly. deals for themselves. And wow. it's one of the reasons why you're always facing problems there in that uh, Illinois area because they they allowed a lot of this stuff to come up, you know. And companies, uh, yeah. I think it's it's sad when we're in the firearms industry and there's companies that don't want to talk about the politics of the firearms industry. So I understand them like not wanting to get into politics outside of that. It's fine, you know. But politics that directly affects the firearms industry, you need to get into it before you get into trouble. Because if you're paying attention and you know what's going on, then you, you would know that something stupid like that would not sit well with gun guys. So. Exactly. Even for selfish reasons. And let me just add something to that real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I have all of my life, just because of the history and all that stuff, been mm-hmm. a big Colt fan. But when I think it was last year, your SHOT Show video where you're going around and at the end of every you know interview with the people on range day, you were asking them about the Second Amendment mm-hmm. and the Colt guy, which is one of their pro shooters on their team. I don't know if he still is or what's going on and said, well, I, I don't have any comment, no comment. They tell us not to talk about that kind of stuff. That was it. That was the last line. You know, they've obviously had their issues in the past being somewhat mm-hmm. anti-gun with civilians and stuff like that, regardless of their excuses. And now mm-hmm. they're, you know, for whatever they say, they're not going to be selling to the public. Um I've got a lot of money that I've spent on Colt products just because they are collectible. They're valuable. You know, it's history, you know, World War One, two, all that stuff. Um, you know, the modern military contracts, building clone rifles, whatever it is. And and after I saw that video you put up, Hank, uh, that was very disheartening. And, and that's not you know, it's not just them. Uh, you know, Smith and Wesson and Ruger and stuff did it back in the day, too. You know, that's why we have the Hillary hole. I like to call it on the revolvers where the soul of it slowly leaks out. Um, you know, it's just <laughs> stuff like that, man. You know, it's just why you're literally in the business of selling freedom to America and you're going to shit on your clientele. It's like that's the dumbest business decision, even if, if it was for selfish reasons where you don't really care, but you just care about the money. Mm-hmm. It's like wh- I, I don't understand it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, Razor JB says vaping is going to kill you terribly tactical. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just false. False. Oh, it's a what? It's that's a setup by the government. <laughs> it, is. it is. It's an inside it's not, job. It's not real. <laughs> yeah. False flag. Yeah. OK. Um, you know what? Listen, let's get in. Let's uh, take a little break here. I know there's a bunch of people, lots of different questions and stuff like that. Let me remind everyone to smash the thumbs ups. I'm going to get into this sky thing just so that we can get into this, um, get it out of the way. So I'm going to, uh, by the way, so this is, I've had this one for a while, this sky here. This is the uh, CPX2. So I've had this for a while. I've done uh, several videos on sky when they first came out. There's a CPX2. Of course, it's a nine millimeter. I know, looks a lot like a Caltech, right? It does. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and this one came with like two. This came with two magazines. Um, I've actually had a couple of these, but this is the last remaining one that I have. They all come in this little box here. That's why I'm showing you guys this. So, you know, Sky always uh, to me is like it's one of the value plays that are out there. You know. Nice box. Instead of what? Do you guys remember that really expensive box that Hudson had? Right. Better idea. Get yeah. a box. Get a box like that so that your stuff actually. So there's the box that the uh, CPX4 comes in. 
It's a 380. I'm going to open this up. Um, let's see what you guys think about it here. So this is what it looks like inside the box. There's these keys on it. There's a lock. Uh, that's, I don't know. How much does that, um, both of those run for? Um, I've got to go look up the exact price. They sent us to us on TNE. I know that they right now have like 25% uh, off. So there you go. That, um, hold on a second. So that comes off like that. See that? This crazy lock here, here, but you know, I guess that's okay. I know that there's a lot of the companies have to do this, so they gotta sell you the lock. So it's 380. Comes with actually three magazines. So there's one in there. Um, I'll look that up. Actually, I have it here. Let me see. I'll pull it up on the screen since you're asking that question. Yeah. And a, another Let's question see. I have is um, mm -hmm. by being a 380. Um, is it's that, 305, it's, uh, three, 305 dollars. Uh, yeah, and so I now, think that. I, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say by that being a 380, um, is designed for females, and how hard is it to um, the racket? Okay, why does it have to be designed for females if it's a 380? No, I'm what? just saying, you know, like how a lot. Are you discriminating uh, against um, the 380 caliber now? No, Mike? no, no. Is think that about it, because what Smith uh -huh. and Wesson did uh, the 380 easy. And it was another company that came out with an easy platform also. Okay. So I was just wondering, like, if this one was mainly designed for women, because the issue was a lot of women were saying they had a hard time charging the weapon back, you know. Okay. The um, lock back. All right. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I don't look at it that way. I think there's guys out there. So I know there's a whole thing about 380. I think the the the. Uh, the caliber has come a long way, right? So there's different 380 technology out there. It's just like people used to wonder about 9mm. Um, that's been better for a long time, but I think 380 has been bumped up. And there's guys that just like something smaller to put it uh, in their pocket. So that's probably what I'll say going on there. This this particular magazine that comes in the gun, that has that little, that little pinky thing right there. You should be able to appreciate that, Mike. It's got a pinky I don't know. Thing. I'm, well, you know, my hands are a whole lot bigger than yours, also. So no, I don't I think wanna... so. I don't <laughs> think so. You might be a little taller than me, man. Your hands are not bigger. Look, bigger look, look at these hands. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. You want to throw some basketball? You want to throw some hands up? I don't know anything about basketball. What does that have to do with anything? You palm a basketball. Can I palm a basketball? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Why not? Why can't? Why can't I palm a basketball? Oh, oh, oh. I got. Ba look. Okay. I got hands. You got fat hands. He's I got, got hands. hands. Oh no! Listen. There's a lot of fat stuff about me, but my hands are not fat now. <laughs> Don't even try that. <laughs> okay. Don't you? There's no fat on these hands. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. The fat's everywhere. The fat's everywhere else. So anyway, anyway, let's let's. So other than that one with the pinky thing, there's two other magazines here. So these will make it. I think the whole point of this is to put it kind of like in your pocket kind of a deal, which I'll try it over here in this pocket. I'll see if it really. I think this is probably too big for the pocket, though. I know that's what a lot of people like about a 380. This I'm wearing feels... skinny jeans. No, I don't. No, no, skinny jeans. You're just going to keep going. I, let me see. Let me compare this. <laughs> Boy, you know, now all of a sudden your internet is working good, I noticed. So let's compare this. Let's I compare noticed you the... got your finger off the button. Yeah. <laughs> let's compare this size-wise actually to the 9mm. 
it's just a little tiny bit smaller. It's not that. I don't think this is really super pocketable, in my opinion. It's just look. What is, is that? Still like, wide? like half an inch or something like that, huh? Is, is it, it still as wide? Yeah, it's still yeah. Look at the width right there. Right, it's pretty much just a the, double stack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it has what is that, a ten plus one. This magazine. I don't. You know what? Good question. I'm not sure how many rounds this magazine holds. This this particular magazine that's in here. But yeah, man, it's just as wide. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to shoot it or anything like that. Basically, just came in, and I'm sharing it with you guys. So it's basically so, just as wide, but, I think. Is but you holding it in your hand, like both the non, then you go to the 380. Does it feel identical, minus the pinky clip? Yeah, it pretty much. Let me see. This is the nine. That's the nine. That's the 380. Pretty much feels like the same thing. So I think mm -hmm. it's just around, and maybe like you know, it's going to be a little bit softer. But you know, um, now do you yeah, think we'll the 380 is going to have a softer recoil? No, actually, you know nine? what? I mixed that up just to prove that to you. So this is the nine. This is the nine that I was just showing, and this is the 380. Okay. So I actually mixed it up. That's how. Um, that's I how close they. these are. Yeah. You know, they're really, really, really close in, in size and all that kind of stuff. You can just really tell right there, you know. So the 9 is this one, and this is the 380. So, and mm. uh, it's got this Roebuck quad lock. Not even sure exactly what that means. I'm going to try to take it down here while we're talking. So what would you, what, what, what's the, other than that, Mike, what's the kind of things that you guys would want to know about something like this? Or you can, you can feel free to jump in there, Josh. Well, I was going to say, what type of sights is it, um, do they have? Or are they interchangeable? Um, it looks like you can, you can definitely drift the rear, the rear sights, trying not to muzzle myself here. Are those so there you go. That's not XD sights, are they? I don't know. No. I'm not sure if they're Glock sights or not. Let me see if there's any paperwork in here. Nope. Okay, let's... Are, uh, are they polymer? Uh, yeah, they look like they're polymer, yes. Yeah, and so there's the... Uh, there's the front. There's the rear. You know. Uh, those serrations, do they feel deep? Yeah, these are deep, yeah. These are the same kind of serrations that are on the CPX, too. Um, I've got to look into how you take... There's actually... There's no... Uh, there wasn't a manual in here. So, for whatever reason... So they still... No I assume... I assume they still offer the wide variety of color ranges. I know they got orange and Tiffany and OD, and, and they got stainless uppers. They got, you know, yeah. uh, I don't know if it's melanite or Cerakote or whatever they're using for their carbon guns. I think this only has um, two. I'm looking, all I, just, yeah, I'm looking on the website. Stainless. So there's just natural stainless on the website and then the black nitride from what I can yeah. see. Just like a, a stig finish, yeah. Yeah, um, and it's um, I don't on the website it doesn't say it's available for purchase. So it says new featuring robot quad lock for more repeatable accuracy. So we we'll have to see what that includes. Three double stack magazines, ten round capacity, with one finger extension based um, and two flat bases. The uh, barrel machine from bar stock with seven lands and grooves having a one in sixteen right hand twist. 
receiver, 775 T6 aircraft grade, heat-treated aluminum, uh, slide quality stainless steel available with natural stainless or black nitride. And it goes on here. Three-dot sight system. I'm trying to see if it's Glock or anything else. They don't say here. Uh, double action only. Internal hammer. So let me see. I'll see how the uh, trigger feels on this. Do we lose Mike? Uh, I'm I here. think he's okay. back. Oh. Yeah, so this Do they still a, offer them with or without the thumb safety? Because I see one of them has a thumb safety, it looks like. Yeah, this one, this has a thumb safety, so that's what's on there, right there. So that's definitely a thumb safety. Um, and then you can't do anything. You can't pull it. You can't pull the trigger with the uh, without the magazine. It looks like. So see the the uh, the trigger is just free floating like that. So I'm assuming you have to put the magazine yeah, mag in. Connect. Okay. Yeah, so you can't do can't do anything there. That is interesting. Can you hear me? Yeah. What was that, Mike? Yeah, Mike. What's oh? Did we lose him again? I think he froze up again. Yeah, it looks like we lost him. Yeah, I think I'm again. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have snap caps or anything here, but look, this trigger is not, uh, you can't really do anything unless you actually have a round in there. Yeah, that's what Maybe it that's like. that quad lock thing. You yeah. gotta have four, you know, four mechanisms, the thumb safety, the magazine in there, round yeah. in the chamber, and yeah. maybe in battery or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what it feels like, so... Um, I would definitely have to get out there. And I didn't bring in any snap caps or anything like that with me. So, um, you know, that's what it is. It's It feels like the like a very similar weight and all that kind of stuff, too. So I'll I'll get this out on the range as soon as I can and, and try to bring info for you guys on it. Uh, let me know if anyone else has uh, any any questions here. Now, real quick, you have shot their, their 9mm guns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what's been your experience with those? Uh, it's a lot like the Keltec, long trigger pull. <laughs> you know, like a P11. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that basically, if I'm not mistaken, when they came out, I think it was the same designers or engineers or something like that originally that were working with the Keltec guys. I think looks a lot. You know, they're both Florida companies, so yeah. You know, and they and I don't know if they're still in the same location, but they weren't far from them. But I think it was probably the same guys that designed, what was it, the P11? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so. a double stack, which is like, there's the old Grendel, which was a top feed, you know, mm -hmm. um, internal magazine, which is like the P11, but now the P11 has the detachable. Um, real quick, though, because I know, I know you're kind of a, a big Caltech guy. Mm -hmm. Um I I also have, you know, my fair share of experience with their guns, and mm -hmm. I just ordered uh, one of those KS7s. Have you shot one of those yet? What do you think about it? The KS7, that's the 22, right? No, no, that's the, the uh, well, about? I have one of those on order, too. KS the KS7 is basically the KSG, but it only Oh, KS7, one, two, yeah, okay, shells. right, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yes, I did shoot that at SHOT Show, immediate day. Yeah, that's the single, is it the single barrel one? The single two, right, single right. two, single, yeah, yeah, so, yep, yeah. You know, my fair share of uh, 
Okay, we're getting some feedback there. Yeah, you know what? Um, it's lighter. It's lighter. I ha other than what I shot at Shot Show, I haven't had a chance to uh, shoot it again. But I do like the fact that it's lighter. If you're looking for that, you know what? Um, I mean, my KSG I think is pretty good. But if I wanted, what I would do is get the SBS KSG. Have you ever seen that? I have not. Yeah. So you can actually order that from Caltech. So it's a short barrel shotgun. You can order it from them, and then they'll send it to your FFL, you know, SOT or whatever, and then you go do the paperwork, but you can order it directly from them. That's something I've always wanted to have, but I think the single barrel one, you know, could have its uses, and then maybe with that you can even do the same thing, go short barrel. Maybe they'll have that option. I'm not 100% sure. Um, so, you know, uh, you said you have one of those on order? Yeah, it, it just came in. Um the other day, um, mm -hmm. I forgot to call it in, working there, being busy, didn't have the time, so mm -hmm. I'll be picking it up shortly. Uh, in Illinois, it's a three-day wait for everything, no matter what it is. And also, to the SBS thing, uh, in Illinois, the only NFA items we can have are SBRs, and that's mm -hmm. only if you have your CNR license. Um, we can't have SBSs, we can't have select fire, we can't have suppressors, uh, so it's only an SBR, and it still would need to meet a 26-inch overall length requirement for it to be an SBR that's legal in Illinois. So I wouldn't be able to get one of those, mm -hmm. but I thought it was pretty cool. Um, you know, as as far as just, you know, uh, a fun shotgun to play around with. Mm -hmm. If it proved itself, you know, reliable, mm -hmm. I'd have no issue using it for defense. You still get seven in the tube. I'm wondering, though, um, what it does it feed the mini shells, though, like the KSG would? Oh, because if I it does, know. then you have 14, you know, yeah. so. I would have to actually get it. Okay, you know what I think is wrong with this thing? The safety. If you, um, here we go. Let me, yeah, if you got the safety on... It's, you're not going to be able to pull the trigger goes loose like that. So that was that's why I don't like safety. So there you go. There's the trigger. Long trigger pull. Look. It just reset right there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hold on a second. Yeah, there's not even a click. Oh, right there. It just reset. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. Looks like a double action revolver. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I'm sure this one is the same way. Well, you had to go to Texas for that one. Okay, let's see if this has a better. Okay, there we go. Yeah, it's pretty much the same trigger. It's going to reset right there. <laughs> you got to come all hmm. the way back. Yeah, and you could just keep doing that. So you don't even have to. Right there, it's resetting. Okay. Yeah. See, that's something you're going to have to get used to if you shoot that all the time. Right there, and then it's just going to reset itself. Yeah, so it's a lot like a revolver, right? Yeah. So is this mainly for, like, okay. new shooters? Um, no, I, ju I just think it's, it's I, as you can see, it's not what I'm used to. So I think right. it's just for someone who uh, wants the safety, I guess, of that long trigger pull. Like you would get out of a, um, out of you, you know, you get out of a revolver. Yeah. So you let's know. see. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not opposed to a double action only gun. Mm -hmm. I, like I said, I carry that snub nose most of the time. Um, sometimes I also carry it, you know, with a Glock 17 or a 1911, and then that's the backup gun. Uh, double action doesn't scare me, mm -hmm. but uh, it. 
you do have to practice with it. You definitely do have to practice with it. You got to learn, you know, how the gun breaks. You got to learn where it breaks. You got to learn how to roll it back without disturbing your sights. So it is a learned skill for sure. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it might be harder for a newer shooter, which newer shooters tend, um, you know, to buy a cheaper gun, a more entry level gun, because maybe they're not sure that they're ever going to use it. Maybe they're not sure that they're actually going to go shooting every weekend mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, they don't know any better, whatever the situation might be. And, and so it will probably make it harder for people unless they learn that trigger and put in the time and effort on the range. Unfortunately, most gun owners, whether they're new, or have owned guns all their lives, don't shoot enough, you know? Yeah. And that's a big issue, I, I feel. But, but yeah, there's nothing wrong with a double action. Yeah. You know, I'd prefer Babyfa that to be a double action without a safety, right. but yeah. Yeah, Babyface wants to know what it is. It's the Sky Pistol. That's what it is. So I'm just messing around with it. I obviously have not shot that Sky that I have in a long time. So, yeah, when you put it on safe, completely disconnects it, then you've got that little... I guess you can do that with your thumb. Take it off. So this is, uh, someone's asking me what caliber is it. It's 380. So there you go. Yeah, there's some people who want that, you know. They just yeah, feel like they, sure. they, they need something. Either they're going to have it on them, you know, in a bag, a purse, or in the dash, or something like that of the car. And um, they want that really long trigger pull. You know, yeah. and like you said, they want that double action only kind of thing. Maybe they and want or even, the safety. Yeah, well, they want that safety you know. and all that kind of stuff. And that's why it even yeah. comes with the lock. So I guess if you're going to leave it in your car, you could uh, put the uh, let me see if I could figure this out while we're. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so you can lock this up, I guess. As long as you don't lose the key, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. If you lose the key, this is totally useless to you, except it's throwing it, but you don't want to lose the key. They do give you, I just dropped the key somewhere, but they give you an extra key just in case you drop it. Yeah. Where If you're going to put this in your car and lock it, you better put some, you better put these keys somewhere that you know exactly where, you know, where those keys are. But listen, if, you know, for us, for what we do, like, this seems kind of alien to me. I understand why it would, um, you know, I understand why it would feel alien to a lot of regular gun guys because this is not working anything like a Glock or whatever it is that you're used to using. But 1911. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little baby 1911, I guess, could go in the place uh, of that. Little This 380 1911s, right? Yeah. Well, they're not technically 1911s, but yeah. Yeah. STI got um. Let me let me. You guys talk. I'm gonna go try to find that key. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and deep uh, for it. <laughs> um, 1911. I mean, uh, STI. They got one that you can carry every day, and I think the barrel Staccato. length is like there's a P. I think mm -hmm. is what it is. Staccato P. Um, but it's an everyday. But, but I think it only formulates eight rounds. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, it might be the Staccato C. I think the P is like the commander um, double stack gun. I could be wrong, but I think the C is like the single stack carry gun variant yeah. that they have. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar with STI's line. Um, I've seen it in a commercial. I looked it up one time, but mm -hmm. um, the only thing that turned me off from it was it only had eight rounds. Mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't 45. Mm -hmm. 
I think it was a 445. No, I think they make them in 9mm. I could be wrong, but they could make them in everything. But the ones I saw, they've all been single-stack 9mm guns, which at that point, I'm not opposed to a single-stack, but I, I'm, if it's a 1911, it's going to be 45 ACP or 10mm. So, oh, okay. so that's what, what you, you shoot in competition, 485? No, I shoot my STI. Um, it is one of their double-stack guns. It's a 9mm. Hold on, hold um, I got on. It let me, throw, let me just throw you up. Okay, there you go. I got it at a really good price. This is their Hawk uh, 5.0. So it's a double stack gun. It's kind of like more of a, a base model gun, Dawson, fiber optic, uh, blacked out rear, all that. But, um, yeah, I shoot minor in USPSA, limited division. Um, but next year I'll probably be getting like a DVC L in 40 cal, um, you know, just to up the ante. So this is my first year, like, seriously shooting uh, all the time. I've shot in the past before, random matches, whatever. Um, so I bought this, you know, to get started. I run it out of a Red Hill tactical holster, uh, the Safari Land canid roller, you know, ball bearing mag pouches, whatever. Um, but the advantage that the major caliber does give you as far as points and stuff, if I got one in a 40 cal, uh, it is worth it if, if you're really out there shooting, you know, seriously. But I do pretty good in minor. Um, but next year I'm probably going to be shooting a 40 cal, but. Yeah, that's that's what this one is. This one's a forty, mm -hmm. um, SCR DVCL. So, yeah. um, like I said, competition that front optic. It came red, but I changed it to green, and I like the green better. Yeah, I prefer the green, but I'm just waiting for this red one to crack before I swap it out. You know, so. Um, okay, I got some I questions. Just said, I just said mess, but I did it. Okay, guys. Okay, we understand. You got. Uh, I'm sorry, Hank, feeling left you have, out. You so. have the awesome SDIs. <laughs> Excuse us. Excuse the rest of us <laughs> for a second here. Okay, no, listen. Eli EDC wants me to ask uh, Terribly Tactical, has he heard anything about the meeting that took place in North Lake about the Fix the Foyd Act? So. Uh, I have not heard too much about it. I know that it took place as far as the results of it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm not 100% certain. Uh, there's there's a lot of stuff going on in Illinois. It's hard it's hard to keep track of it all um, because our, the FOID card. We have a FOID card. I don't know if you guys are familiar. It's a firearm owner's identification card, and so you literally have to go through the state and and pay a fee and wait. Um, who knows how long? Because they're always backed up, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. I think they're just screwing with us. And that's just um, to buy a gun. You have to have. That's that. just to buy a gun, own a gun, buy ammunition. Okay. A lot of ranges in Illinois won't even let you get on the range by yourself. Okay, but that's not a CCW. One. Right. It's right. Not. It's just to own. Okay. And then if you want to conceal carry, you, that's a separate thing. And mm -hmm. it's 153 bucks for the license itself, plus the cost of the class, mm -hmm. two days, whatever it is. Um, so it's it's obnoxious, it's ridiculous, and and that in and of itself is an infringement. Yeah. Um, but recently, well, not recently, but not too long ago, the Foyd card did get ruled unconstitutional. There yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, yeah. Have they heard about yeah. this thing, this little piece right, of paper right. over there? No. Right. Well, Murdoch versus Penn Supreme Court case clearly states that you cannot take a right and make it a privilege by issuing a license and a fee for it, which is exactly what the Foyd card is. Yeah. And we're one of four or five states that yeah, have it. Because New York Jersey has something. Answer. Yeah. Jersey. Uh, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure about Jersey. I know New York has something like that. Jersey might. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Hawaii uh, has yeah. buying permits and different shit like that. So, yeah, it's it's really and in my opinion, too, it's just a backdoor registration. They don't necessarily know what you got, but they mm -hmm. probably figure you got something. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to be knocking on your door first. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just it, it's it's all messed up here in Illinois. And we're fighting our best, you know, to, mm-hmm. to do what we can do. But um, it, it's always an uphill battle, just like it is anywhere else. Yeah. But uh, it, it's pretty bad. Yeah. And it's getting worse. It's so. interesting that, like, you know, when you look at these uh, impeachment things that are going on in uh, right now in Congress, right, against Trump because he violated the Constitution, all of those people should be out. You know, yep. all of those people are blatantly violating the Constitution, but they're going after Trump because he asked about some corruption or whatever nonsense that is. Uh, Noodles, let's see, Noodles 1980. Hank, what do you think about the Chris Vector in 5'7", 5'5'6", five, seven, five, five, or 7'6", by 39 What? They make... Like, if there was to be one, I think is what he's oh, saying. Okay, which one? Okay, let me see. Huh. The five, well, the Chris Vector, yeah. You know what? I think that's probably a good point that um, that a lot of people make. That whole V vectoring thing, you know, I don't know if it uh, really affects 9mm, you know. So um, if I had to choose one of these that I think the Chris, I don't think that it's going to do really any good unless you make it a really, I mean, obviously the, there's longer barrels and stuff like that, but I wouldn't want those anyway from a Chris Vector. Yeah. So in 5.56 five, or 7.62, waste of time. Now 5.7, uh, yes and hell yes in 5.7, if I had to choose one but, of those. But they it still doesn't have, have a lot of recoil, yeah. Right, so yeah. it, it would probably have functionality issues with the way that the bolt yeah. drops down now, and back and all that. Yeah, maybe, th- yeah, of course, yeah, it probably would. Uh, maybe 300 blackout or something. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be a thing. Yeah, that, that would be yeah. yeah. If they could actually, like you said, make it happen. Um, Chris Vector is cool, man. Here's the reason why I don't actually own a Chris Vector. Whenever I go to Media Day, they always have the full auto suppressed... You know, Chris Vector, that's the one that you want to shoot. But if you ever shoot that, then a regular Chris Vector makes no sense to you. See, that's really where it all comes into play, right? That whole vectoring and everything that it's supposed to be doing in, in, um, in a full auto one, it is so awesome. So awesome. Um, and, and more practical if you put it like on, on bursts, you know, like three rounds or whatever the burst is, that's pretty awesome. So, But if you're just going to get one that doesn't have all of that, I don't know. I only shot one one time, mm-hmm. and it was um, suppressed, mm-hmm. but um, it wasn't full auto. But I, I was more like, okay. You know, cool in, it, full, in full auto suppressed, that thing is a dream. Everyone should be able to have that. Yeah, or yeah. like an MP5 SD. Yeah. Um, if you guys, if you guys were to have uh, a Chris Vector, would you? What caliber would you get it in? Because I, I'm looking to pick one up just because I think it's cool. Mm. Um, you know, just like why I bought the Scorpion. This is a 32 ACP. You know, they make them in other calibers, but this thing is just a joy to shoot. Mm-hmm. I actually just posted a video of me bump firing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, earlier today. But cool. I would probably go at, at least 45 or 10 mil. I'm leaning more towards the 10 mil. Um, mm. But uh, you can get some pretty smoking hot loads in either one. Yeah. And uh, for that, you know, for half the price of the, what is it, the new LWRC 45 subgun or whatever, mm. I mean, it's it's cool. It's, you know, space age looking. Yeah. And uh, those are those are two pretty good calibers so out, of, out of a subgun. do you have an ammo sponsor or are you very wealthy? 
No, no, I, I work hard for my money. Um, oh, okay. Then you might not want to go 10 millimeter. <laughs> well, I got, I have a 10 millimeter 1911 and I oh, okay. love shooting it and I'm a big 45 guy. Okay. Um, Do you get 10 so millimeter I, at good, well, you work at a store, so maybe you get 10 millimeter at good prices. I get prices. a little bit of a discount, okay. but it's, it's, it's not as good as free. I'll tell you that. So, yeah. Um, I guess there's people, look, if you could get good prices on 10 millimeter, it might be cool. I, I don't know. I would say, I would say like, I don't know, either nine or 45, but if you really wanted to choose one of those, that would be, I would probably say 45 if you're going to suppress it and everything, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what I would say. I don't know. Well, I don't know if you really, what you think about it, Mike, cause you, you know, you, you said you don't really shoot at that. You haven't shot at that much. Well, yeah, I, I, what I shot, I can't remember the caliber I was shooting because it was only one time and it was like mm-hmm. last summer. Mm-hmm. But I was more like, eh, okay, it was fun, you yeah. know. Um, what a, yeah, more more people that I know have it, I think, in forty-five, if I'm not mistaken, because at least you can suppress it. And then I think, what, did anyone ever come out with a binary trigger for that? I think so. I think there is a binary trigger for the. Right. I don't. I, I don't know about that, but that oh, okay. would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, if I know not, they have them. For, you know, my buddy has one as an on his MPX, and that thing rocks. Yeah. But uh, you know. Yeah, full auto, man. That's the thing with those that makes those awesome. Uh, let's see. Ron Middleton says, "What do you think of the Beretta APX 17?" Uh, no idea. Not a fan. Okay. What do you think, Mike? Do you know the APX 17? Because I have no. I'm gonna have to look it up. Beretta. It's basically like their Glock. It's got the serrations all the way across the slide, full size, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh, unless uh, it's something new that I'm unaware of. Yeah. Let me see if I can look it up right now. Is this one of the new guns that just came out? No, it's been out for a while. It's been out for a while. Uh, I don't know. Um, are either one of you guys big? Do I have either one of these guys right now? Okay, I've got Mike here. Either one of you big on, did we lose? No, I'm here. Yeah, you're there. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Um, are you guys big on Beretta? I love those little tiny mouse guns that they make or used to make. Um, mm. I think they're super cool. Not the most practical thing by any means, but just I collect them. They're super cool. And I love a 92. You know, it's super classic. It's a very nice shooting gun. There's a decent amount of things you can do to it. Um, I've carried them before. I've carried a full-size 92, you know, as my everyday carry gun. Mm-hmm. Um, I've shot them in competition. I've, you know, just range toy, home defense gun, whatever. Um, they're, they, they make a good gun. And if you maintain it properly, you change out the springs when you need to. Uh, I prefer the Type G, the decocker only. You can get the 30-shot mags for them like you can with a Glock, you know, for the 93R. I, I think they're a very viable gun, you know, if you like a, a all-metal hammer-fired pistol. So mm-hmm. I, I'm in favor of that stuff. But as far as like – and they make a good shotgun. But as far as like the CX Storms and now their striker-fired stuff, I'm not a big fan. Okay. So. Yeah. I'm more partial to the um, the, the 92 as well, but only for the reason of um, if you actually master that trigger on the old-school version – um you'll master every handgun you shoot after that yeah this beretta this beretta looks interesting um but i I haven't really had a chance to mess around with it so i'm not sure what i would say about that to be honest with you it looks interesting it looks like it's modular yes it does yeah it looks like it's modular so that's interesting um i don't know what you guys think about modular guns um 
if you're gonna to me some some things are better in that format right because if you if you really want to change around sizes and do things like that you could do it um i remember when sig came out with the is it the 220 i had the, the 320 the, yeah, the 320 is the newer one, yeah. but I had the P220s that they first came out with, and the trigger on that was terrible. No, the 250, the polymer 250s, one. The yeah, the, only. Yeah, the yeah. 250s, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I first started doing this, man. I made a bunch of videos. I had that, and then once I realized like how terrible that trigger was, I was like, and that's out of here. So, um, <laughs> And then I didn't get into the 320s, but... Uh, but I've kind of been thinking, like, I don't know, maybe I should. The trigger's better, for sure. And then there's so many things for it. Like, there's a carbine kit and all that kind of stuff now. Yeah, the, so. new, flux, the new Flux Defense M17 thing right. is, is pretty sweet. Yeah. I collect the military handguns or just mm. all any military firearms. So yeah. I, even though I'm not a fan of the 320, I'm going to have to get an M17. And now that they have the, the M17 Flux kit mm -hmm. thing or whatever, that looks pretty sweet. So as long as the gun runs... That would make a good little backpack gun, good little truck gun, good little, you know, home mm -hmm. defense carbine kind of deal. Um, so that's cool. I'm down with that as long as it works. But I know they had some issues with the 320s, the 365s, all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, Dude Abide says those Browning 85 percent size 1911 style 380s are cool. Um, so there you go. Let's see. Uh, Razor JB says SHOT Show won't have many new guns this year, many optics and more accessories. But 1911s will be making a showing for sure. Yeah, every, lots of people are making 1911s now. So, yeah. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I'm trying. Are you to gonna get that Cabot, Hank? You gonna get get yourself a Cabot or what? Okay. Oh, that's that's a dream gun right there. I, I you know, they uh, I one of these days I would get a Cabot gun. So why not? It's yeah. nice stuff, man. It's you know. Oh yeah. I get one, and I'd actually use it. I wouldn't leave it in the safe, like some people. What is the point? You know? Do you guys believe in safe guns? Okay, I see Mike is laughing. No, you no, guys I are competitive. Yeah, you guys are competitive, so you guys don't have safe guns, right? Well, I mean, I do have a couple. Most of them are like old, rare, irreplaceable, collectible kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. To where, like, I'll maybe shoot it once or twice a year. And take really good care of it, clean it immaculately, and put it back in the safe. It's not going to be a carry gun. It's not going to be, you know, it just gives you pride of ownership. You know, maybe it's a piece of history. Maybe it's just very finely made, or it's mm -hmm. something unique. Mm -hmm. So I, I can agree with that. But yeah, I do. I do shoot most of my stuff, like mm -hmm. pretty much all of my stuff, except for a few, you know, collectible, old, you know, whatever. Oh, okay. But, so if you're afraid of like destroying it or something like that, right? Because yeah, then okay. you got to replace the parts, and then it's not going to be factory original. You lose the collector, mm -hmm. you know, value, and and just the history of it so stuff like that yeah but yeah most of the time i'm shooting everything you know so uh what about you mike i don't have anything that just sits in there as a collectible um everything i have i use um but um i say the only thing i probably don't use as frequently as everything else is probably um the shotgun hmm yeah the only the only guns in my safe that i don't haven't shot is because i haven't gotten around to it so there you go. I, and I don't have any real, like, fragile, really old, old guns like that that I'm worried about. Uh, Babyface says, uh, where in the Second Amendment do they say you need a FOID? And he says uh, he's not able to find it. He's looking, but he can't. Yeah, yeah. So so are all of us in Illinois. We, we still haven't found it yet either, but the search continues, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
I want to yeah. say when I was up there in Illinois, somebody was telling me something like um, they're using that as a stall tactic because they were supposed to come up with some type of manual or class or something like that. I vaguely they're remember always it. trying to do some nonsense, man. Like they're yeah. originally too. Um, they just tried to up because it's like ten bucks, right? It's ten bucks to get the void. You have to go online to the Illinois State Police website, fill out this huge application. It's even more inclusive than a forty-four seventy-three, mm-hmm. and then you have wow. to upload pictures and this, that, and the other thing. And then the state has thirty days per the law to either mm-hmm. approve or deny you uh, your void card and mail it out to you. I know that when Obama got reelected, I've had mine since I was in like fourth or fifth grade. But when Obama got reelected, and they're good for 10 years. Um, when wait, Obama wait, wait, wait. You've had what since the 10th grade? My FOID card. My FOID card. Oh, there's no age limit on it? There's. Well, if you have your parents' consent, hmm. um, they got to sign off on the yeah. thing. You know, I don't want to say that's good. It shouldn't exist, but okay. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely should not, no. Mm-hmm. But uh, when Obama had gotten reelected, everybody – and their brother was was either reapplying or newly applying for a FOID card. And in the law, they're supposed to approve or deny and send out the card within 30 days. It took me six and a half months to get my new card. Mm-hmm. And then so if there was no provision for, uh, you know, a grace period because it's their fault, I would have technically been illegally in possession of firearms mm-hmm. at that point. So they try and get you any way they can in Illinois, uh, just like many other states, you know, New yeah. York, California, all that stuff. So, you know, it really is a shame. But, yeah, it's definitely unconstitutional in and of itself, the Foyd card, let alone all the other bullshit we got to deal with. So, yeah. Um, OK, here's a comment. This is not this is the name. Your face would look better between my legs. That's the name. That's just I'm just making that clear to everyone. This is the comment from your face would look better between my legs. Has anyone in Congress not violated the Constitution in the last hundred years? I would say no. Yeah, the answer to that is definitely no. Um, So there you go. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Okay, Mike has no comment after that. No, I I say no. Yeah, James. Hashtag bring back, bring back the guillotine, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> James, <laughs> James Lawson says, uh, "I want a Cali legal, Chris. Anyone have experience with it? Oh, is there a California legal, Chris Factor? Oh no, there probably she is, probably. right? With, yeah, with, with the fin, with that <laughs> fin thing on it, maybe. It's a bolt action, yeah. bolt action, Factor. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know uh, that Terran Tactical, um, the MPX, the PCC rifle, mm-hmm. um. They got a California version yeah. of that, that one, and it's totally different than the one I actually seen. Okay. But I only seen it online. So. Yeah. Now, how does that work, real quick? I don't. I don't mean to butt in. Uh, mm-hmm. How does that work? Because you know, I I follow the Terran stuff. I have a bunch of the Terran accessories, base plates, whatever. Again, I'm sending my Benelli for three gun out to him to kind of get like the. It's an M2. Uh, I'm kind of gonna get like the the John Wick three package on it. How they had it set up. Um, how in California? Does he get away with having the high cap guns and, and doing all that? Is it because he's a manufacturer, or uh, how? Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah he, he's like um, a business owner or something like that. It's his own entity, and because of it's his job and how it associates with training and the movies, it's like his grandfathered in where he's covered or something like that. Okay. Um, yeah. They they explained it at shot show, but I was like the way they explained yeah. it, it was like. It came in, came out. It was too much BS, but it actually yeah. made sense. Well, so. we had the guys from Independent Studio Services here on the show. Um, Larry Zanoff, actually, the guy from there. Um, and Independent Studio Services is the same kind of thing. 
that, um, you know, they're in California and they have the most guns out of anyone in California, machine guns, all of that stuff. So you can, you can do that with the right licenses. I'm sure it's not, yeah, it's not easy and everyone can't jump on that. And they've probably had it for a while, you know, um, you also got to remember too, his, um, like custom work he does, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure he goes through another shop. It doesn't go through him. Like mm-hmm. it, it'll probably be like you send it to me, but I send it to Hank to get the work done to it, and then mm-hmm. it comes back to you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I said, I'm not really certain verse on it, but I'm just okay. guessing right now. Okay, okay. Um, Harry's holster says, "What sub gun was that? Uh, are you still talking, Chris? Um, are you talking about Josh? Maybe that that little." The little scorpion, yeah, the scorpion, the original scorpion, the VZ sixty one. Yeah, are those easy to find nowadays? Well, I'll tell you what, it is made in in Czechoslovakia or well, it's now the Czech Republic um, mm-hmm. by Czech Small Arms. They got a website, check them out, and mm-hmm. then it's imported through Checkpoint USA. Actually, I think that's the website where you would buy it from or order it from. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they got the they got that in 32 ACP, threaded, non-threaded. They could have it come with the original wood grip. I got no affiliation with these guys either. I just ordered the gun because I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they also do the VZ58s, um, you know, all that, the VZ2008s. They also have a pistol version of it, which is super cool. They make a brace for this, which in Illinois, even if I did SBR it, it wouldn't meet the 26 inch overall length because it is a small gun. So I could maybe get the stock and weld it in place, like forward, how it folds to get that look, or I could put a brace on it, which would be a little bit sacrilege, but single point, sling it up, bump fire it, have a good time. Yeah. It's what, awesome. It's a cool little toy. What I does like that, it. what do, do those cost? They're under 700 bucks, man, all okay. day long. And they're the fit and finish. I got a video coming out on it soon. Well, I say soon, maybe Mm -hmm. in the next couple weeks. But the fit and finish is top notch. You get, you know, a nice case. You get three mags with the gun. They've got all types of support for it, accessories. And uh, the 32 is the original, the 32 ACP. And then they also make a 380 version and a 9x18 Makarov version. So that's cool, too. So you get a little bit more punch out of it. Yeah. but yeah, they're yeah, they're th- that would be cool for Walter, and then Babyface could get the thirty-two ACP. He's into, he's into that round, you know. Um, yeah. Which was a popular round from my from my uh, research into it, right? Thirty-two yeah, ACP used to be more popular than oh, yeah. a lot of other rounds, right? A lot of militaries used that cartridge as their go-to pistol sidearm, you know, caliber for mm-hmm. the longest time. Mm-hmm. And then now even a lot of Eastern, you know, uh, Europeans or, or whatever are still using nine by 18 Makarov if they're not mm-hmm. NATO using nine millimeter. So, I mean, it's I wouldn't stand in front of, you know, a, a 22, let alone a 32 or a 380 or whatever. I don't want you shooting my ass with a BB gun. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like it's yeah. I mean, it's still definitely lethal. It's yeah. today's standards, modern ammunition. You know, it's it's not a nine mil. It's not a 45. It's not, you know, a, a 5.7. But. You know, it's cool and, uh, you know, could be useful, but it, to me, it's more of like a, a toy and a collector thing. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hootie, shout out to Hootie Who. He's out there. He says uh, he has one of those old 25 ACP Beretta mouse guns. Um, some of those are threaded, right? Or you can get, I guess you can get the barrel threaded. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They got, they got a, it's super cool. Um, yeah. They actually make like a, I don't, I forget who it is, but they make a keychain suppressor for those mm-hmm. little like 22, 25 Beretta, the tip up barrel ones. 
and uh, you have to have you send your gun out the company threads the barrel whatever and then you get the suppressor from them and it literally screws onto your keychain and it's like this big you mm-hmm. could take it off, screw it onto the threaded barrel, and now you have a suppressed little mouse gun, and it's super cool. It's like some James Bond stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see what else. I'm trying to go through here and see if there's any other comments and questions. I think there were, but then uh, I probably, like, there's a lot of comments and everything coming up. Um, for everyone out there, smash the thumbs up. So I think we need, like, two more, and we'll get to 100. So go ahead and smash those right now. Um, Oh, actually, you know what? I have some pictures. Okay, so James Lawson actually sent me a picture of the Chris Vector, and I'll throw it up here. So this is the – let me see if I can go sideways on this thing. No. Okay, so can I zoom in on it? Let's see. No, I can't get it. Okay, so this is the Chris Vector CRB Gen 2 45 ACP Black, and yeah, it has the little fin. What is that doing in California that's going to make – okay, it's like $1,600 also. So there you go. Just that 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 <laughs> stupid fin thing makes no sense. What is that that's supposed to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's just really, really crazy. All right. Now, what's this you're showing off right here? Uh, H&K 41622, uh, it's the HK one, it's made by, it's licensed by HK, um, produced by Umarex, both German companies, but, uh, you know, oh. this is the one that's listed on their website, it has the SBA3 brace on it, it's the pistol format, and this is the most fun little, you know, 22 plinker or training aid. That's cool, man, yeah, that's That cool. you can buy, dude. It's yeah. got the real, um, yeah. H&K uh, 416 pistol grip on it that's shown mm-hmm. on the actual rifle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all aluminum as opposed to the Smith & Wesson variant, which is all polymer. And mm-hmm. uh, it's real, you know, size AR mag, so you can put them in your pouches for training. And uh, it operates just like an AR, and, and it's awesome. It's super fun, very accurate, very mm-hmm. well made, and it's cheap. For an H&K, this is the cheapest H&K gun you can buy. Um, it's like 350 bucks, dude. Oh, for an HK and a twenty two. Yeah. Oh, nice, yeah. man. And what kind of trigger is on that thing? It's just like a mil spec AR trigger, basically. Okay. So uh, that means that you could you could something. Yeah, you could drop know, a binary up in there and then get you. That would be sick, dude. Yeah. With a suppressor yeah. on it, dude. Oh, dude. Now we're talking. Yeah, exactly. I love twenty twos. I love AR uh, style twenty twos. Um, Chris Vector actually makes the Defiant DMK twenty two. Which I'm going to be doing a video on that because we changed out the barrel, put it integrally suppressed in there. Um, I think we just had to do some fine tuning with the barrel, so but that'll be coming up. I love the 22s, man. Nothing beats 22 except a suppressed 22 and or a full auto suppressed 22. That's yeah. what Chris Vector should make. Right there, 22. If they want to do uh, a cool caliber, man, because you could shoot, you know, 22 all day. Yeah. And then everyone like should be able to have full round auto. Drum mag. Yeah, everyone should be able to go full auto. Okay, so John sent me. He also sent me his uh, his rifles that he wants me to throw up. So there go all of his rifles. All they look all old school. So respect respect to the old school rifles out there. Um, let me see. I don't know if anyone else has sent me stuff here that I have to throw up on the thing. Um, there were some stories or whatever. Uh, there were some Florida man stories. I don't know if I'm necessarily getting into the Florida man stories today. I don't know. 
I think we should I do, do always enjoy those. Yeah, well, I, I was going to say, I think we should do Ohio Man or South Carolina Man. Oh, you don't want to mess with South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be in tears when you finish hearing yeah. those stories. Really? Is it that? Well, what are you saying? Is it that bad? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like the other day, um, I think it was like a little kid, 11 years old, mm-hmm. drove three and a half hours to meet a complete stranger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know the that. complete story behind it, but I was yeah. like, wow. <laughs> I heard about that. That's crazy. Like someone he met on Snapchat or some Snapchat. some insanity. Yeah. 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 What was that knife you were just throwing up there, Josh? So this is I know I know you're a big fan. So this is the Microtech 25 year blade show exclusive. Oh, boy. Uh, it's got the coin with it. The silver coin point nine 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 silver. It's the bayonet blade. Twenty five oh, wow. year. Yeah, so I know you like your microtech, so I brought yeah. that along for the show. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. that's so this is their twenty fifth year. Yeah, yeah. The last this last blade show is their twenty fifth year in business, making awesome knives. I love microtechs. Oh, wow. I got a safe full of them. Okay, uh, I carry them from time to time, and uh, it just became legal not too long ago for us to actually carry an automatic knife in Illinois. Um, before you know, I was stuck with my spider coats or my whatevers. But yeah, now we can actually carry. So you guys couldn't even do that. Okay. We so, could we could own them under collector purposes, but you you know as a letter opener or whatever. But you couldn't if you got caught carrying it outside of your house. That's a felony. But no what? longer. But you do have to have your FOID card to be able to do so, which makes oh. zero sense because it's a firearm owner. I mean, it, it's all messed up, dude. <laughs> what kind of savagery? What kind of savagery is going on in Illinois, man? For crying out loud! Too much. Man, Just savagery. Much. By the way, there's my there's mine right there. This is yeah. the Hank Strange special. That's hey, awesome. Um, let me have it, Hank. Let it be a there's, let it be an early birthday. There's concert. only one in the world. There's only one in the world right now. So, yeah, so let me have it. no, absolutely with, with not. the Tonto. I love yeah. the Tonto, man. You know, I, I mean, you're you're awesome, man. But I'm not getting. I wouldn't give this to Lola, so don't 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 feel bad about <laughs> oh, wow. it. And she yeah. sleeps next to you every night. No, <laughs> wow. no, Lola. Lola had to get her own. <laughs> She had to get, she had to get her own joint. Yeah, can't have mine. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> let's see. Um, uh, did I ask you how much that twenty-five um, anniversary one was? Well, I, my buddy who actually is in cahoots and works with uh, Bastinelli Knives. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Nico. Uh, he mm-hmm. was at Blade Show working for Bastinelli Knives, mm-hmm. and uh, I he he picked it up for me, and so mm-hmm. I got the show price for it, which you could only get these if you were at the show, unless somebody at the show bought it and is now selling it aftermarket. Uh, but so, I've seen it go, you know four or five hundred bucks on yeah. the aftermarket, but okay. I paid two hundred for it. So you know. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's a good deal, man. I didn't know. I I didn't even know that was going on. That's a good deal. That's a good deal. Uh, Red Bear is out there. He says I carry a rusty razor blade and got an old rain barrel in the back, just for it. Okay, there you go. Um, <laughs> and uh, Rocky Mountain Bear says uh, sweet tits. That is a nice microtech. I don't know whose microtech he's talking about, but yeah, they're all. Uh, but that Hank, that one of one, dude. I'm a sucker for some one of one shit. Yeah, dude. here. That's I'll show sweet. off. I'll show off mine again. Yeah, dude. show it off, dude. There it goes. That is the Hank Strange logo on that. Um, I forgot the name of the company. They're in Vegas that did this. Uh PBK. What? PBK. Oh, P- oh, it's that is it on there? Is it on the thing? Okay, PBK Lola <laughs> says. PBK. 
Um, so in Vegas, they're like a, it looks like a little tiny store in Vegas, but when you go in there, they, they're the biggest microtech dealer in the country. So they have a lot of microtechs and then you can, uh, specially get yours customized. And if I give my permission, you can actually get the Hank Strange logo customized on there. So hold on, hold on. Now, when you get it customized, Uh it has your permission rights to it. Yes. So if I go get one made. Um, like, and if you want to get one made, like how I had it customized, you have to contact me to get my permission. Yeah. Well, so you can, you can, so like for my logo, for example, they have it there in their system, but they won't put it on anyone's knife unless I authorize it. So if you Mm. went in there, you can get whatever knife you want and you could put custom stuff on there, but they won't put the Hank Strange logo on there unless I specifically authorize it to go on the knife. So... There you go. And these are expensive. That's why, you know, otherwise I would definitely like do um, do some, you know, some kind of thing with it. But I mean, to be honest with you, microtechs are not cheap, everybody. No, yeah. no, they're not. No, no. But they're very I think they're worth the money because for one, they're super cool. Yeah, there's a wide variety of options to get, you know, for anybody, colors, scales, materials, whatever mm-hmm. blades. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just hold up, man. I've got a couple that I use as beaters, carry mm-hmm. knives, mm-hmm. and they work. I've got a couple collectible, like mm-hmm. custom ones, you know, that just sit in the safe and guard the safe for a rainy day. And, sure. and I don't have any qualms. I don't have any qualms spending the money on them because I've never been let down by a Microtech product. So yeah, they're also very tradable. So um, I yeah. have another yeah, one. They hold value. Yeah, I, I, is it no? Maybe Lola's one. She trade. We traded something for it, or I should say, Babyface. Uh, did all of that. So yeah, you can trade them with people. There's all kinds of stuff going on there. Uh, Microtech covers them basically for life. So you can send them back to Microtech. So even if you see someone out there, they have an old one and it looks kind of beat up or whatever, you can actually send it to Microtech and they'll take care of that. I'm not saying it, it's all going to be free for you to do that, but... Right. Um, but it's an, op- it's a, a possibility. It's an option, yeah. And they always sure. tighten up the screws and all that because on there, they're the only ones that really have the... Uh, the uh, what is it like? It's a it's the a special... proprietary screw heads and all yeah. that. They sell yeah. a tool to do it, but you know I'd rather have the professionals dick around with it than me and screw it up. So yeah, right. um, uh, your face would look better between my legs. Says I got an OKC three S bayonet. It's sexy. Yes, bayonets a badass. You know. Um, do you guys collect any other knives, Mike? You into you're you're from South Kakalaka. You gotta have knives, man. No, nah, you know, I'm in the jiu-jitsu, so, you know, I'd rather, you know, choke somebody out. <laughs> jiu-jitsu knives aren't allowed in jiu-jitsu? Uh, if they are, I know nothing about them. Oh. It's more of a Kali thing, weapon art. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because don't make me, I'll start taking out OKCs. <laughs> so, like, you know, OKCs are nice knives, man. I keep some OKCs around here. You know, let's see. There's one right there. Oh, shit. What is this? This is the uh, the Rat Five. Here, I'll show you guys the Rat Five real quick right here from OKC. Yes, they do actually make pretty good stuff. Look at that. Yeah, Ontario's Ontario's legit. I like them. Yeah, I got a few of them, like their uh, their Rat Twos or whatever. I got yeah. the Carbon Fiber one. You know, yeah. They're, uh, That's a nice knife. knife. That's a knife. Yeah. So yeah, man, OKC has some cool stuff. You know. Um, I can't believe jujitsu. So you guys aren't allowed to walk around. I I I'm gonna keep this information in my brain about jujitsu guys. 
Oh, no, no. Don't get me wrong now. There are yeah. probably some practitioners out there that are expert with knife uses, mm-hmm. but um, I never went down that path. Yeah. So, you so jujitsu guys, can you have guns then? If you can't have knives, <laughs> can you can you guys have guns? Man, man you know, um, where I'm from, <laughs> that's the norm. <laughs> jujitsu is just a workout for me. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah, let's see what this one is. Oh, this is the ASAC mod. This OKC right here. The ASAC mod. So check that out. Nice. I know it looks kind of dirty, but it's actually like, uh, I don't know, powder coated? Kind of like rhino lined. But uh, yeah, that's a pig sticker right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. love a good knife, man. I, I collect yeah. them, I use them. I mean, it's it's one of the oldest tools known to man, yeah. and uh, you know, my dad carried one, my grandpa carried one, his yeah. dad and grandpa carried one. So right. I mean, it's just it's one of those things, you know. Yeah, I think knives are cool too, man. I'm always I'm always uh, collecting different knives. I can't resist. Yeah. You know. I'm uh, gonna um, look into get one of those Microtech um, knives. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Yeah, I think this. Start off with the Ultra Tech. I like the stitch, but start off with an Ultra Tech. I think that's the best knife they make. Whether Mm -hmm. you get a production or a custom or anywhere in between, the Ultra Tech, whatever blade you like, whatever materials you like, Mm -hmm. you know, for like two fifty to three fifty, you can get a very nice knife, man. Yeah, very nice knife. Um, Harry's holster says, "Check out Compliance Edge." Yeah, Compliance Edge. Okay, I got to look into that. He says, a guy who can work a blade looks as impressive as hell. So there you go. You know, all just different tools for different things, man. You know, even if you're just opening up letters with them, you know, it's right. always it's always cool when you're the guy, when someone's trying to open something like, oh, do you have a knife? Yes, I do. You know? <laughs> they always ask for scissors. Everybody always asks for scissors. I was like, well, I don't oh, have scissors? scissors? Do okay. You know? And, and yeah. then I give them the knife or I do it myself. And they're always like, oh, my God. You're like, you're you're so ready to do stuff. I'm like, it's just a pocket knife. Yeah. <laughs> you know, why don't you have one? Yeah. You know? Uh, Dudabide says, break out a ballad song. And then Special K says he sent me a ballad song a while back, which he did. So oh, hold on a second. Let me see if I have the. Okay. I have no idea how to use that. Do you guys know how to use, like, the butterfly knife? I do. I do. I'd have oh. to go upstairs and get mine. But, yeah, I do have some ballad songs, and I do flip a little bit. Yeah, it's dangerous. You are going to get cut for sure. Yeah, but uh, see, that's part of the, <laughs> the jujitsu guy should be able to do that. Oh wait, oh here it goes. I knew I knew I had this thing somewhere here. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So by the way, look, specially customized for Hank from Special K. There he goes, and he actually got these in the Philippines, by the way. So um, I can't do all that flip out nonsense, just so you guys know. So don't even expect it from me. <laughs> but there it goes. That's so. a pretty sick looking blade, though. I like that. Yeah. So there goes. That's from Special K. Thank you very much. That uh, is nice. Uh, and th- and these came from the Philippines, right? Or like the Phil- the the uh, there's some there's some fighting styles. What's the fighting style from the Philippines? Someone. Kali, I think it is. Yeah. Or or Special so it's K. Karambit yeah. stuff. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the Filipino dudes that know how to do that, man, they'll slice you up. You won't even feel it till you get to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Seriously. I've, yeah, I'm not kidding. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen some stuff, man. You get, uh, he'll get jucked up real quick. So there you go. 
Um, let's see. Okay, Rocky Mountain Bear says Condor makes some serious machetes and machete. Oh yeah, machetes are cool too. Yeah. Now, Mike, come on, man. You're you're in South Carolina and you don't have machetes. I can't even believe that. How do you cut uh, your grass, dude? Yeah. What the hell is it? Uh, <laughs> actually, um, when the guy comes around. I'll be like, Yo, you want to cut it? I got you. Oh my <laughs> and god. And I'll leave. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Last, <laughs> last time I touched a machete, um, I was in Korea, and that was yeah. back in '94. Nope, no, I'm sorry, that was '96. Oh my goodness! So you okay? Yeah. So here's a good question from, uh, and um, we're gonna go a little bit over because we started a little bit late. Uh, plus, I won't be here tomorrow, so you know, you, I'm gonna give you guys a little extra, a little extra. DCG44 says, "Who does not carry a pocket knife at least?" So Mike, you gotta at least carry a pocket knife. Or you don't um, carry a pocket knife? I, I do when I see it. Um, I have an M&P knife, oh, okay. but half the time, like, um, you know, like when I take my clothes off, I just throw everything in the dirty clothes. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm like lost my wallet or keys, I got to go back and I'll probably leave the knife in the pants. And then before I know it, I'm halfway down the road and be like, oh, man, I don't got my knife on me. Oh, uh, well. OK. So it's, it's hit or miss with me. OK, so I'm going to go down the line. I'm going to start with you. Then I'm going to go to Josh. What is your everyday carry then, man? Are you just carrying guns and hands? That's no, I got. No, I I'm, carry, I'm, let's I, start. Let's start. Sorry, Josh. Let's start with. Let's yeah. see what. Let's see what uh, Mike. Let's put Mike on the spot here. Let's yeah. see what Mike um, rocks with. What's his everyday yeah. carry? My everyday carry is um, the PPQ from Walther. OK. Right? Got, got my keys. Got mm-hmm. my wallet. Okay. Um, depending on how the wind blows, maybe a knife, but more than likely not a knife. But I got these skills from jujitsu I've been using for over 13 years. Oh, okay. Yeah. So walking around with the jujitsu skills. Okay. All right. Uh, what about you, Josh? <laughs> I can respect it. I respect it. That's your, that's, that's your carry. I respect it. You got the jujitsu skills. Unless so, I throw I, a machete at you, because I don't know if there's a jiu-jitsu uh, move. You know, I mean, you know, my zig and zag is on point. Oh, okay. All right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Josh. Go ahead. What's your everything? Yeah, no. So, I mean, I, I always carry a gun, if not two guns. Um, sometimes it's two guns on my person. Sometimes it's a gun on my person and a gun in my EDC bag, which I carry. That's got a bunch of extra goodies. It's got body armor, whatever. Mm-hmm. But on my person, at least a gun. It's usually the snub nose, the Smith snubby in the uh, Harry's holster. Go ahead, show that again. Oh, Sorry, a uh, couple of reloads. Okay, yeah, the 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 Harry's holster icon multicam black is mm-hmm. the best camo ever devised. And uh, 642 Smith and Wesson snub nose without the Hillary what? hole. We don't mess around with none of that sacrilege around here. Mm-hmm. Um, Winchester plus P loads in there, and uh, and I usually have you know I got I I carry mace, I carry medical. I carry, you know, wallet, keys, phone, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have, at a bare minimum, three to five or six knives on me. For one, they don't, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they don't run out of bullets. They don't run out of bullets. And I got my cardboard killer, string off the shirt, you know, regular mm-hmm. utility blade, mm-hmm. which is usually a Spyderco. I got a K-Bar fixed blade. I've got. Oh, a so you're not. Rock. So you're like, if you have to open boxes, you don't use this. You you use like a specific knife for that, right? Right. You don't right. want to dull the I, blade. I want, my, I want my fighting blades ready to go, untouched. You know, if, if I got to cut somebody or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, a seatbelt in a car to get out of a wreck, I want it to be as sharp as it possibly can be. So mm-hmm. I carry a good amount of blades, and anybody that knows me, you guys could check out my EDC vids. I carry a lot of shit, and a lot of people don't believe me, but. I'm used to it. You know, I've gotten used to it. And if I don't have the stuff with me, I feel naked. So it's like I'd rather just have it with me. 
know, okay. So. Um, Harry's Holsters has a good point here to 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 Mike's thing. He says Harry's Holster says if if uh, you need serious skills, if you plan to use a knife in self defense, and it is true, yeah. that's actually not easy to do. Now, if someone's mm-hmm. right, if someone's on top of you. And you can't, like, maybe get to your strong side or whatever, and you can get somewhere to a knife, maybe back that person off, maybe, maybe. But that's still that's still not guaranteed, you know, because you, you're dealing with, yeah. like, bone and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's true. I mean, you know. Or it could be taken away from you. And that, that's why I carry so many is because I got them support side. I got them strong side. You know, I have them for, for work purposes. I have them for defense purposes. So, you know, being armed and being prepared gives you options. Mm-hmm. And I like having options because you don't know what life is going to throw at you. And, uh, you know, being able to decipher the tool or have that tool at your disposal in the given time, I think, is useful. So I'm dedicated to it. Um, and it sucks. You know, I probably carry, you know, five to seven pounds worth of shit on me yeah, all Yeah, that's day, what but, I was going to say. Yes, yeah, adding some weight. Yeah. Um, but listen, I didn't hear either one of you guys say flashlight. I didn't hear anyone say flashlight. Oh, no. See, I do. I do. I carry actually three flashlights. Okay. Three? Uh, no, I carry Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I carry one flashlight in my bag. You know, okay, like when I, bag. I carry my bag everywhere I went, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Flashlight, very important. So I always have like a flashlight, a knife, my gun. Uh, backup magazine to the gun, backup gun in the bag, you know, that kind of stuff. So uh, medical stuff, all that's important. You know, uh, Babyface always carries a tool, which I always have some kind of multi-tool on my keys. But, you know, I don't know. Not everyone wants to carry my, around a bunch of, of uh, keys. And my multi-tool is not really like I think um, – what does he have? He has like that little baby um, – the squirt. Almost, yeah, I think it looks like a knife almost, looks no, like a key. No, it's got a whole bunch of things on it. I think it is the squirt, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if he's still in the chat, but yeah. That's that's a important thing. Okay, let's see. What uh what light is this? Sure is it surefire? No, it's the Enforce. Oh, Enforce. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I thought it looked familiar. Yeah. Like I said, I I whenever I carry my bag, it's always in my bag. Yeah, yeah. You should have knives in there, man. Yeah, you I should, should but pocket. Yeah, hey, but this is this is the bag that always travels with me, especially like if I go on an airplane, mm-hmm. and you know I don't want to take a chance of them taking something, especially if I paid a lot of money for it, knife wise. Yeah. You know? yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Listen, this is a good conversation. It went kind of fast. We're gonna definitely have to, uh, you know, revisit this conversation here again. But I'm gonna start wrapping it up. Uh, my, uh, Mike, let's start with you. How can the folks out there get in touch with you, Mike? How can they follow right. you, support you, et cetera? And don't forget, of course, to tell the people about the jujitsu lessons again. Correct. All right. So, um, the, follow me is going on Instagram and look up at Munitions Weapons Tactical. Um, on Facebook, just look up M-W Tactical. And then if you want to support the campaign that we're doing to raise money for officers to get them in jujitsu training, go to GoFundMe.com forward slash LEO training. LEO training as a spell okay all right um and then what about you josh yeah so uh terribly tactical on youtube you could just search it pop it up i got the gas and flag as my logo uh because that's what i believe in and um instagram is at terribly under underscore tactical uh twitter terribly underscore tack i do have the terribly tactical facebook page and, uh, you know, just I'm on Gunstreamer as well, Terribly Tactical, all that kind of stuff. All the links are in the description box. Um, 
of my videos on YouTube. And, uh, you know, I'm very accessible. You know, if anybody wants to talk, collab, you, you want to go fight for your rights, whatever it is, uh, I'm down with that. I'm down to promote that. And I encourage everybody to be constantly fighting for the rights to, you know, protect not the second, not the first, but all of them and uh, working together to do so. So, you know, that that's that. But mm-hmm. I'm out here. You know, absolutely. Make sure you follow him on YouTube. Same thing with MW Tactical. Uh, let me see. I'm going to get in. Um, OK. Rocky Mountain Bear says, holy shit. Does Josh wear a fanny pack? Sorry, a dangler. Uh, yeah, that's because he's afraid that uh, nothing fancy is going to catch him out there without enough knives. Right. And tools. That's what it is, the gear check, dude, the gear check. Dude. You got to be yeah. worried about it. Yeah, that's always a fear, you know, that's always a fear. Nothing fancy could just show up on you and start any given moment yeah and just keep taking stuff out of his pocket so you never know about that um definitely check out both of these guys support them if you can um get behind the uh initiative that mike from mw tactical has going on definitely check out josh from terribly tactical um, i'm not going to be here tomorrow as i said to you guys i do appreciate you guys being here you know watch some watch some back episodes check out the uh, podcast it's on itunes it's everywhere else that uh, you may be looking for it. Uh, let me drop the end part here. Boom. This is the official end part. Make sure you subscribe. Thumbs up. Ring the bell so that you can be notified on whenever we go live. I want to thank my guests here. Thanks for coming out. We'll see everyone on Monday. Any final words thank from you, any Hank. of you guys? You're welcome. Thank you're you welcome. for having me on. I, I very much so appreciate it. You're Again, welcome, big man. fan of the channel and what you're doing here, man. And uh, I'm just excited. So thank you, man. It's been awesome. And uh, maybe maybe sometime in the future we can do it again. Absolutely, so. man. It's been a pleasure. We're definitely going to have you back on. What about you, Mike, from MW Tactical? Hey, even though the weather's changing, drink water. But if you don't do anything, anything else that's important, please go out there and register to vote and get involved in your communities. Yes. Uh, Write those letters and all that kind of stuff. Support those pro-Second Amendment organizations. We're out of here. Everyone stay safe. We'll see you next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.